I don't even know what day it is. That is terrible. Happy Sunday. It is TLC Tell All Sunday. We are covering part three of Happily Ever After the Tell All. I have some special guests uh, joining me today. But before I get started, shout out to the live chat, Natatat, Vanessa, Better Days, Stevie, C. Cruz, Ray Della, Holloway Legal is going to be joining us from the live chat. You guys all know April. She's an immigration attorney. She's been on my show multiple times and we talk all things K-1 visa. So any of your questions that you guys have, go ahead and pop that in the live chat and uh, April will be able to answer those questions for you. What else did I want to say? Um, part three was a little less stellar than I thought. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but Angela, I don't know if they put her on meds or whatever, but she was pretty silent through part three, which I was shocked about. And we'll, we'll talk about. So first and foremost, um, you guys know her from season five of Before the 90 Days. We have special guest Ella, who has been watching the tell-all. She's been to a tell-all. And we're going to talk to her. We're going to find out, you know, her thoughts on this part three of the tell-all. We're going to hear her experience. And, you know, I was telling her in the virtual green room that I think that she's probably had a bit of a bad edit um, on her season. And I know a lot of you guys have a lot of opinions, but let's hear from Ella. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much. Yes. Hi, Ella. I was just wondering about her today. Um, <laughs> April says, hey, Begetch. Hey, Becca. Hey, guys. Um, you guys, before we get started, go ahead and, and take a look at the bottom of your screen. You can support the show on the ticker below. I'll have that up for a moment. We also have Gio, who is a regular. He's doing the most as per usual, you guys. So he is on mute until he can get his act together. Apparently, he just got out of the shower. And so, oh, he's gone. He'll figure it out. So we'll have Gio up here shortly. Um, Trina says, hi, Ella. Joslo says, hi, Ella. Vanessa says, welcome, Ella. Thanks for coming. Stevie says, hey, Ella. Gio. Hello, everyone. Gio? Yeah, I'm here. I'm going to read my kids' Bible time story before they go to bed. Hold on, right. hold on, hold on. So maybe you should be on mute for... <laughs> Y'all, do you see what I put up with? Do you see? Dang, girl. <laughs> he is so lucky that I'm Canadian. And I have <laughs> of uh a stellar story. hospitality 100 ella you have no idea this fool right here Gia with the usual facts facts um vanessa says welcome ella thanks for coming um thank you vanessa thanks for having me all right so we're gonna just jump right into it and we're gonna just ignore ignore whatever's going on with Gia for now so angela comes in right that's how the, sh the show opens she comes to talk to Ed. Um, she is, A, disappointed in Ed. She's like, what are you doing? Um, and listen, he gave zero Fs. He's sipping his wine. And Ella, when she leaned down to, like, be eye level with him, <laughs> to low talk him, I was like, yeah. oh, 
she was acting like, you know, he's a child. You know, when you do that, when you're like scolding a child and you go down to their level, that's yeah. exactly the vibe I was getting. Well, what I didn't like too is that like when she came in, like, I mean, I understand that like, you know, and Ed was at the beginning of the tell-all saying like, hey, when Angela comes in, you know, don't give her all the attention and whatever. But like she came in and she was like literally wanting to talk to him and he just ignores her. And I'm just like, dude, just the way that you treat women is just not okay. It's just it's not, not okay. okay. Yeah, it's not okay. And, and you know, Nata Ted, I see your comment. I will say this. You know, for Angela to be the voice of reason is is a bit ironic, yeah? Because here yeah. we have, and, you know, we say on our show, Ella, a lot that here we have the person that's verbally abusive to her partner, and meanwhile, she's all of a sudden the champion of how to treat your partner. It made zero sense. It was a little bit shocking, but, but I gotta say, I gotta say after the year that I've had change is possible. So maybe Angela has finally come into her own and is like, you know what? I've been like a little too much and I need to like dial it back and I need to think about the situation more. I need to consider more things before I, you know, cause we love Angela because she says it like it is right. She says a lot of stuff that's like, yeah, okay. I like, you know, that you're blunt about it, but like you can have more finesse and still be just effective with your bluntness. You know what? Uh, like they say in the South, bless your heart. You're so <laughs> sweet. Number one, Angela has not changed. She's not about to change. She will never change. She is who she is. Number two, she has no intent of being a better person and learning from her mistakes. And number three, yeah, exactly, April. Nah, Angela just said she didn't see anything wrong with her behavior in Nigeria. She didn't change. Facts. Um, uh, okay. That's fair. That's a fair statement. Listen, yeah. this, this lady is going to be who she is and she's shown us who she is and the you know the old saying you guys know I'm terrible with sayings but I'll try to paraphrase but when people show you who they are they are the first time believe them and Angela has been consistently terrible and acting terrible and has bad behavior and that is who she is period now okay I know you guys have a ton of questions for Ella um I wonder if I should address them now do you want to address them now or do you want to address them after? Sure, that's fine. Okay, so first question, Natatat. Ella, do you ever talk to Johnny and how was he with the lockdown in China? Um, so Johnny and I are still friends. We still talk. Like he actually messaged me today. He's with his family getting ready for the Chinese New Year, as you know, is coming up on the 22nd. Mm -hmm. um, so the lockdown oh, was, was horrible. Yeah, the, it's the new year of the rabbit. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so the lockdown was pretty bad. Uh, he would sit, tell me about all the, uh, the uh, protests that were happening when they were happening. And he kept me very up to date on the news and stuff. So yeah, no, it did not sound like very much fun for him. Now, do you want to address, okay, so what I always say, Ella, and it's not directed to you specifically, but just in general on my show, um, do you think that being in a long distance relationship with someone who you end up not meeting is an actual relationship? 
uh, do you want my honest opinion? Yeah. Because I kind of have said this the whole time, like until you meet in person, like it's not a real relationship until you have like that physical contact of touch. It's like, and it's like not even, I don't know. And maybe it's more of a spiritual thing too for me, but I'm just like, your, your, your auras can't really like know each other until right. you actually get that physical contact and you can't trust someone completely until you are with them in person and can watch their behavior. So no, I spent like three years in a wasted relationship that, you know, was online, but like it it wasn't a real relationship because we never met. So I say that all the time on the show. And and so it is interesting to hear your point of view as well. Um, Yeah. Holloway legal April says, Ella, what do you mean when you said you've changed? Also, I appreciated you showing us alternate spiritual beliefs in your life. Thanks. Um, I just, uh, I, I just am taking a, a big, I, I, I made a big change in my life. Um, and I think it's going to be pretty permanent and I'm excited about it. Um, but to do that, I had, I had to let a lot of stuff go. And I'm, I feel like I've been the queen of holding on and, and being one of those people that holds grudges. And, and I feel like that was very apparent in like the edit, bad or not. I mean, some of that was true. Like I do seem to hold grudges, um, but I've been working on letting that go mm. and uh, just, just opening up to new possibilities. Like this, for example, like, you know, they always tell us not to do these. And I'm just like, why? I want to like do something like I can do stuff like this now. Why can't I talk about shit? So, you know, I'm just taking I'm just saying yes. Your year. Yes. Oprah did that one year. (laughs) And I think it's important to do. Um, What is one thing from your season that people or in your opinion, have misunderstood about you? I definitely think the cheating thing was something that really like did bother me because I'm like, again, we never met in person and I was open and honest to him the entire time, whether he wants to remember it or not, there's timestamped messages and everything that, you know, explain what was going on and you know we were in an open relationship technically I had the go-ahead thirdly we had never met in person so again how can you be a true boyfriend and girlfriend if you've never even got to say hello in person I I I mean you know I I agree with you 100% I think where it fell off Ella is the fact that people felt you were blaming him and for the word quote unquote cheating to be, you know, involved in that, that's where I feel like people were like, wait, what? Right? And so- I can see, I can see how people thought that. And maybe at the time I was, obviously I was upset too. You know what I mean? I was trying to defend my side of things. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, it could have been some, 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 um, some initial thinking process like that as I was doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, no, I mean, I don't, I don't blame him. Yeah. I, I, I slept with somebody. Yeah. Okay, cool. But again, I still want to state like technically it was allowed in all rules via television and in real life. So that's why I was a little upset. I'm like, okay, I understand why people are upset about the concept, but again, you have to like, it was, it was mine and Johnny's relationship. It's not mm-hmm. the whole world's relationship. Got it. 
Got it. Okay, so Natachat says, I think all of us hold grudges. I think it's very easy to hold a grudge. And you all know me. You guys have been on my show before. You guys know and watch the show. I can hold a grudge. I mean, I'll get over it. But in the back of my mind, I'm thinking about it. Uh, B. Getch says, Ella, wasn't you... Begetch, your grammar is much better than this normally. Normally, Ella, wasn't you the one that cheated on him? I think she just addressed that, right? She said that they were in an open relationship. She said that yeah, we were technically in an open relationship. How it came out on the show as a cheating thing is just how it was presented, I guess, and how people took it. But honestly, again, as I said at the tell-all, and even as I interviewed, as the interviewing process went, like it was in the clear, like yeah. it was talked about, it was discussed, it was agreed upon. <sighs> Don't stress out, girl. It's in oh, the no, no, no. You're it's good. Yeah, no, it's good. It's but yeah, no, it was. It was everything was talked about because the same thing with the, because uh, maybe she's talking about what happened in, on my birthday. And again, at that time, Johnny and I were not technically together. So, and I had, and I did tell him, I was like, Hey, this person is coming down. Like, do you approve of this? And he said, yes, I just want you to have a good time or whatever. And when the person came down, I told him everything we did, which we did not have sex or anything like that or do anything weird. It was just literally kind of a boring date in all honesty. Um, but again, like it was talked about now when Johnny came on the tell all, he somehow forgot that we had like had this conversation. So I don't know if it was a lapse in language or because Johnny didn't have a translator for the tell all. So maybe he misunderstood, but anyways, like everything said and done between Johnny and I, everything are good. So clearly the relationship of cheating issues was not that big of an issue because we still talk to this day. Got it. Um, we're going to put a pause because we have Sorry. so much to get through. We will come back to, El okay, y'all, okay, y'all, we're going to do an interview with Ella and we can spend like an hour talking to her, but we definitely need to get to part three of the tell-all. So we're going to put a pin in this for a minute. We're going to get back to the tell-all. Um, and all your questions, I see them, you guys. We're going to be back with Ella. So, you know, let's just... Uh... Thank you, though, for all the support. I'm so excited. You guys want to know more. They really do. Like, the chat is going crazy. I'm here. I'm here, I'm here. I'm just going to be off screen for a minute. What's going on with you? I'm just off screen for a minute. I'm trying to load up my computer. It's taking a while. I just got off work at 8 p.m. So y'all got to excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm 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 all the way discombobulated right now, but I'm all the good things. Work it out, Gio. Work it out. But while you're working it out, be on mute. Oh, okay. No, I'm I'm ready. I'm just sitting in front of the computer trying to let it load up. Okay. So we left off with Angela. And Angela is trying to tell Ed how he's being a terrible boyfriend. And how, you know, can you imagine how Liz feels and how you treated her? Um, and what you're doing is so wrong. And I was <laughs> like, this bitch did not just say to Ed. I mean, it's like the, what is it? The kettle calling the kettle black the, or whatever? Yeah, the kettle calling the pot black. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, so like you're saying what you're doing is wrong, but then meanwhile, I just saw you tear apart your husband's car, cuss him out from left, right, and center. I've seen you smash a cake in his face. I've seen you point his, your finger in his face. And this season, Gio and Ella, I saw her literally put her hands on him. So she yeah, physically attacked him this season. So. Yeah. What are we talking about when you're like, oh, but what you're doing is wrong? No, Angela, what you're doing is wrong. Yeah, no, I, I definitely, I, I feel like, uh, I just, I just wish that those two would uh, figure it out. I guess. <laughs> I, you know, there's a lot of online chatter. I think that the 90 Day fandom is a little bit sick of Ed and Ed and Angela, um, because. They tend to feel, and I actually feel the same way, is that we have a couple of toxic relationships that we are watching weekly, and yet they don't change their behavior. So it's very, it's terrible. So Ed goes on to say that he loves Liz, but, and this is the only, you guys listen to me, listen, listen, y'all listen. This is the truest statement that Ed has ever made in all of Ed's seasons. He said, I love her, but I don't know how to be in a relationship. And y'all, you know what I say? Facts. Those yeah, facts. I think that. You want right to know why there. they're facts, Ella? Because he hasn't been in a relationship for 30 friggin' years. He had his one little date that he went to like the prom with or whatever. And then he got married, got divorced, had a kid, and boom, been single for 30 years. So you can imagine you've got this like, what, 60 year old who's he's had like one girlfriend in his entire life, a wife per se, but has never dated, has never been in a relationship. So of course he doesn't know how to treat a woman, doesn't know how to talk to a woman because guess what? He's been about himself the entire time in all of those 30 years. And what's crazy to me y'all is that he has a daughter can you imagine like does he think about like if my daughter was dating a man like me how would i feel about that what are your oh, that thoughts is such that? a good point that is such a good point because that i think he does he just he reacts the way he wants to react and he doesn't think of any consequences or any feelings that he hurts at all he just doesn't care and i'm just like how do you go through life doing that because you know even in our daily life like eventually you have to have human interaction and if you can't be respectful to strangers and I mean I mean if you treat your significant other way the way that Ed treats her like I just can't even imagine what someone who pisses him off on the street gets that part Gia what are your thoughts I think Ed is a, um, a man child he's constantly just going off on these tantrums and throwing fits like a little child, you know, like when he was like, Liz, he keeps going back to wanting to blame her and then want to be sorry, but you it's a half-ass apology. Let's just be real. They kept saying that, and he wasn't admitting to it. His problem is he got to quit being like that and grow up eventually because it's not going to look good in the end for him. He's going to be single, and he's going to be alone until his days, his last days on earth, he's going to be alone. Like, just because he's with her now doesn't mean that's going to last forever. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I think that, and you guys, you know, I'm not saying anything that I haven't said before. 
I think that Ed is terrible. I think he is a mansplainer. I think he's a narcissist. I think that he play he tries to play the victim all the time. And if you go back, you guys, on one one interviews that I've done with him, uh, the the last one that I did with him, where again, like he is, a, you know how I do my Oscar performances, you guys, and I'll do one right now. He <laughs> needs an Oscar. So here we go. <clears throat> this is Ed. All right, end scene. <laughs> I can't. You guys are all ganging up on me. <laughs> I don't understand. I'm a good guy. I love this. I love her. I just don't understand. Oh, fuck off. Like, you, you know forgot what? to say your feelings was hurt. My, my, uh, you guys are teaming up on me. You see? That part. That part. Yeah. So everyone at the tell-all is is ganging up on him. He feels that she wasn't in his corner. Why would she ever be in his corner? You cheated. She I don't know. even know why she's with him. And you know, like, like after maybe the third time he would have broken up with you, I'd be like, all right, I'm done. I'm gonna move on. You know. It's not even the third time. It's the first time. <laughs> we giving people chances. Well, yeah, I know, I know, I, I know. I'm trying to just be generous, but yeah, no, I'm just like you know, because like I waited, I waited four times for Johnny to come over here and got you know, I didn't even get to meet him, and I'm like, okay, I'm done. Okay. Well, damn. You're preaching facts over there, Ella. <laughs> you have more patience than I would ever have, like ever, like ever, ever. Period. So Jovi <clears throat> says, listen, Ed, Bilal, Andre, myself, we would never talk to our wives like you did to Liz. Like you need to cut it out and you need to understand that it's not okay. And then Bilal's like, yeah, listen, like you need to have a conversation with Liz and tell her how you feel. Like, have you told her how you feel and how, how you feel like quote unquote abandoned by her on the tell-all? And Ed is like super, and I'm saying fangirling because that's exactly what he was doing in his pink Crocs. He was <laughs> like, oh, Bilal, I love you, man. And like taps him on the shoulder. Listen, Bilal's not agreeing with you. He's literally saying, you don't know. The same as everybody else. Right. That part. <laughs> Go ahead and communicate with your woman because it's clear that you don't know how to. So we go to Liz. Liz is sitting with the ladies and Jenny and Kim are like, listen, Liz, you deserve better than this. You know, why are you with him? And that's my question, literally. Why are you with him? Why are you with them? So I'll start with you, Gio. Why do you think Liz is with Ed? I think Liz, this is, my, this is just my opinion, but I think that she's trying to stay on TV and get her little fame while she can, and I don't really think, I don't know, I don't think they really love each other. I think they just trying to stay on TV, honestly. I just think they like the, the, the attention that they're getting, you know, so I don't I don't think that this is love now. I don't see that. But it could be from a past trauma, but I don't see it either. Ella, why do you think Liz is with Ed? I, I really see what Gio's saying. And again, uh, love and respect to everybody, even Ed, even though I can't stand him. Like, love and respect, do your own thing, whatever, bro. But um, I, I do. I think it's more of like, well, 
we need to be together to make the TV thing work. But like, for me, I'm just like, but at the same time, your your relationship is so toxic. Like, why do you want to air that on TV? <laughs> I mean, at, at, at that point, I just, you know, I don't know. I just, because yeah. you're right. She doesn't, she doesn't need him. She, she did all her stuff by herself. So I just, I just hope that they figure something out because that was just really sad to watch in a lot of retrospect, this, this tell all with them specifically. Yep. 100%. Um, I think that I agree with Gio. I think that she has always wanted to. And, and as you guys know, uh, I talked to her ex. And my disclaimer is he allegedly was very abusive to her, like literally put hands on her. And that's why she left him. However, mm-hmm. when I talked to him, he said that she's always wanted to be on TV. And I think mm-hmm. that she only knows abusive relationships because her past two long because don't forget you guys she's been married two times married and divorced and both of those relationships were abusive relationships allegedly um Mm -hmm. so she only knows trauma bonds so now she has not only a trauma bond but she has a trauma bond with someone who's on tv she wants to be on tv she only knows trauma bonds she only knows abusive disgusting allegedly behaviors so guess what she's not going to go anywhere because listen if i'm going to already be in this abusive relationship i might as well make money off of it i might as well be on tv Mm -hmm. for it and i'm not agreeing with it and i'm not condoning it i'm just saying i think that's where she's coming from she doesn't know any better if i was liz i would take a pause on dating i would go to therapy And I would focus on, hey, I'm someone's mom. And not only am I someone's mom, but I'm a a girl mom. And so do I want this for my my daughter growing up? No. So maybe I need to figure out what is healthy, what will make me happy, so that my daughter doesn't repeat my behaviors and end up in an abusive relationship. Because as you guys all know, children watch and see everything and they repeat the cycle because if they don't know any better that's all that they know and i feel terrible that she doesn't see that so that's my take yeah i think that was very well said why thank you (laughs) (laughs) so we're moving on to kim usman and jamal and so Kim is like, you know, I know Soldier Boy, and I know like Soldier Boy is different than Usman, but I love Usman. I may not necessarily like Soldier Boy. Um, and she's like, you know, if anything else comes out on this tell-all, she's gonna be like the Tasmanian devil and like tear everything up. Do you guys remember when she said that? Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. Here's the thing, you guys. First of all, you all know how. Okay. You all this know is going to be good. I feel like this is going to be so good. It's going to be so good. <laughs> so, you all know how I feel about the international superstar, Usman. Oh, look. Geo. What's up? You, you got your shit yeah. together. You took a shower. You got to work. You put your yeah. sleep bag on. Oh, holla. Hello. Just took 35 minutes, but we're cool. 
I guess that does look better, doesn't it? The backstage and everything. Oh, yeah. Ella, Ella, that, whatever you just did. I figured it out. Are you so proud of me? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. So listen. So, hi, Linda. I've been waiting for you, then fell asleep, but I'm here now. Well, hello, Hilda. Hey, girl. Hey. So, as we all know, Usman considers himself an international superstar, right? So a lot mm. of flack that he gets is the fact that he's on a dating show um, that's supposed to be about relationships, long distance relationships and marriage. Uh, Ella, you look absolutely stunning. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Ella. Hello, Gio, multitasking. <laughs> that is one nice way to put it, C. Cruz. Airport. Um, and so he thinks that he's this big international superstar. And, and Ella, uh, you may not have seen my show before, but you know when I define international, it means that you've left internationally. You've left your country of origin. You've traveled, and you've traveled the world. That's the only way you can be international, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But. So he feels that uh, he's an international superstar. And, you know, Kim, we know, is a, is a super fan. And that's how they met. And you guys. Ooh. What was that? Did oh, you'll see in a minute. Um, okay. You know that Kim, and we've talked about it on my show, like Kim met Usman on Instagram when he brought her up on his lives and all of that stuff, we've talked about that in depth on the show, but what you don't know, and you guys know that this is about to come out geo that I personally feel that anyone with auto tune can be an international superstar. So, here's a little song for you. Oh, shoot. Oh, no, I, forgot the, I forgot the song I was going to sing. Uh, I forgot the song I was going to sing, Gio. So I, I heard a loud that. screech. I don't what know what you, I heard a loud screech. I don't know what you was about to play, but whatever you was about to play, it was loud. It's supposed to be loud. Because it's auto-tune. Oh. Auto-tune. Woo, 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 woo. I'm an international superstar. Woo, 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 woo. I can't really sing. Woo, 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 woo. But I have a microphone. And auto-tune. And auto-tune. And auto-tune. You about to become T-Pain before you know it. Rapper turned singer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, throw a little auto-tune on and anyone. <laughs> oh, Mary had a little lamb. That part. <laughs> if that Mary had a little lamb for uh, Libby. Oh, Lord. Here we go. Are you guys going to sing with me, Gio and Ella? You guys ready? Do you know Mary had a little sing lamb? Mary little lamb? Yeah. Okay, then. Okay. <clears throat> on three. One, two, three. Mary, Mary had a little, little lamb, lamb 
I think so. That's what I remember. Why do I not hear any claps in, in the live chat, y'all? Nobody cares for that. Matatat laughing, microphone, Mr. Microphone. Y'all are rude. We did a great job. We're about to take this on tour. How about that? So... Um, Kim loves Usman. She doesn't necessarily love Soldier Boy. And uh, Shida and Yara are in the back in the green room and they're talking. And they're talking about how Angela attacked Yara last week. <laughs> you guys are so encore. Encore. Oh, Ella can sing. I noticed that too. S for A, right? Ella can sing. Like for real, for real. Yeah. Not like me. No, yeah, I actually can sing actually pretty decently. I mean, <laughs> I heard it, but over my autotune, I was too obsessed with my own microphone. Oh, of course, of course. It was gorgeous what you did with your autotunes. I did not want to steal your stage, but you asked to sing. So, and I didn't want to be like Libby and be like, I'm too embarrassed. I can't sing. <laughs> like, I'm here for it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what did you two think about Yara and Shida talking about the Angela attack on Yara? Because Yara is like, you know, Angela's crazy. And what do you guys feel about that? Because, you know, every every tell-all, Angela attacks someone. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? Well, I just, I just, for me, when, when that happened, I just, I wouldn't have known what to do. I would have just been like, I can't believe that this woman is sitting here yelling at me. Like, what is her problem? <laughs> like, that's, but, you know, Yara, Yara is a very strong personality, and I give her props. Like, you go back right in her face, because that, you know, I was proud of Yara for that, because, I don't know, I think Angela thinks she can get away with the world sometimes, and I'm just like, nah, bro, you, you gotta be, like, chill. Chill. Yeah, I think uh, Angela needs to chill out for real because she be doing too much. She thinks she run 90 days and everybody on the cast. So uh, when Yara did want to voice herself, but you got to think about it this way too. Yara, she really shouldn't be trying to sell Shida nothing, nobody nothing either because <laughs> her track record ain't as good either. But uh, but Angela, I'm just, I'm just with Wait, this. Wait, what? No, her track record ain't too good. Well, you know her and Jovi's like – over there, we seen what happened in Providencia, but uh, we're gonna speak on that later. But uh, um, Providencia isn't Providencia the other chick from Seattle? No, no, uh, what did they go to? That was uh, yeah, it was Providencia, I think that's where uh, Jovi and Yara went to. It's over by Ukraine area, or something like that. I think that's what they call that Providencia or Provi it was no, something because I've said Providencia. For that woman that married the dude from Providencia, and they moved to Seattle. <laughs> definitely Providence. not he was, No, he was in Providence. It was it was like on the island. He he was from Providence. That was uh I forgot his Here. name. Here. Dude with the April, April's helping you. 
They said Prague. 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 There we go. Yeah, Prague. Yeah. Wherever they was at, I'm going to say this (laughs) about y'all real quick. Brief description. I really don't care for y'all, and I was like happy that Angela did yell at y'all like that. Yeah, no, no. Also, I'll be happy no. when Angela get chewed out too because I'm like, okay, well, both of them getting attacked now. It's, no, it's good. I don't agree good. with you. I don't it's agree with you. With me, I ain't gonna lie to you. We're, thank you, better days. It was Ellie and Victor and Providence. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't agree with you at all. I like Yara. I think that Yara stood up for herself. I think oh, she stands up no. for herself. I think that I read this somewhere and I think I wrote it down. I might repeat myself. So if I repeat myself, my bad. But I think Gio and Ella as Americans, I think that you guys are not used to direct talk. And so sometimes when people are very direct, as in like, you're from Russia, uh, you're from Ukraine, you're from Canada, and you're speaking directly, y'all take offense to it and think that we're trying to like square square up with you when really we're just speaking facts. And so- No, and I, I agree with you 100%. And yeah, I don't not like Yara. I don't. Um, I, I think that she, uh, but you're right. It is that cultural thing of being able to be able to freely speak your mind and not have everyone be so offended like in America. So I definitely see that too. Um, The only thing that I would say with Yara and Jovi is that I just want them to work better on their communication because I think they have a really good relationship, but I think there needs to be a little more, more give and take from, from both sides at this point. You know what I mean? I still feel it's too one-sided for both of them. And I would say this though, I'm going to piggyback off of what Ella's saying. But I'm going to say this while I'm piggybacking. Um, a reason why I don't like Yara is because of the simple fact that she's always thinking that she can just be in Jovi's business. She needs to know everything. I, I understand that's your husband. Yeah, that's okay. But you don't need to let the world know that, that you know, and act like he's just a dog on your leash. That's what I'm getting to. And, like, if my thing, too, why I don't like it, because she disrespected my hometown, my home state where I'm from. I'm from Louisiana. I take very high. No, yes. I, I agree with you. I, I am so sad that she hates Louisiana because Louis, I, I love Louisiana, bro. It's yeah. love going there. I agree with that when she said it stinks in New Orleans. It, it don't oh, stink man. just like that in New Orleans. Like, come on, it's, it's not like he go. Did you hear uh, Jovi go any once when he went one time? Did you hear him say anything bad about where uh, she from and where she was at? Like, he didn't say nothing bad. He was just like. I don't want you over here. I want my wife to be with me. I want you guys to be protected. It's a war going on. You know, stuff like that. He was just looking out for the safety of his family. But I and think, I think he Jeffy had listen. a very good point on that. I agree with you there. Yep, go ahead and pull that pan out, uh, Linda. <laughs> yeah, you know, because when I hold my pen, I have a lot to say, and so I hold on to it so I don't say it. But, I mean... <clears throat> April says, oh, come on now. New Orleans is stanky. I love it, but Bourbon Street is gross. True. And Adventures with V says, all I remember about um, New Orleans is the smell, to be honest. I mean, if you go to Bourbon Street, you go going to Mardi Gras. I mean, come on, like, people throwing up. Yeah. Hey, 
Of course, that's going. It's going to smell after that. But, but it's not 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 all places of Louisiana smells like Bourbon Street. You know, like yeah. I mean, come on, guys. It's not. It's you know, come on. Yeah, what I'll true. say is this: is that that again? I encourage people to travel. I think that yes. when you travel, you also have to remember that any of the tourist spots are going to be tourist spots. They're going to have a ton of people. Yeah. That are tourists that are told to go to this spot. So even if you come to Los Angeles, California, and you go to the Hollywood Walk of Fame, it's not going to be what you see on TV, y'all. There's mm -hmm. going to be the puke. There's going to be the homeless. There's going to be all of that stuff that if you want to say, oh, that's all I remember about it, well, it's because you're only going to the tourist spot. So I always encourage you to like go off the beaten path, meet someone who's from that city, or even research yourself other places besides like the top 10 spots you should go to i should go to universal studios i should go to disneyland i should go to the hollywood walk of fame i should go to venice beach like yeah you can go to all those places but don't be surprised if it's overrun by tourists because that's where you're supposed to go but then <laughs> if you don't go to like um Earth Cafe, or uh, I'm trying not to give my spots away because I don't want people to go there, but like small little spots where you're going to have the actual vibe of the city, then, you know, that's on you. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100% agree with you. Everywhere I've traveled, I always go there for a reason of like going to also know someone who knows the area because yeah like you said going to a tourist area you get what you go for you're going to the tourist area you're going to get the tourist but if you really want to know the culture of the city like go elsewhere and so I always like to make friends and make more friends when I'm down there because they show you so much more and then you really get to see the beauty of every place that you go that part I'm going to say this though before we jump off y'all real quick this is what really made me not like her though is when she disrespected uh, Jovi's mother when they first, when she first, remember when they had the little thing at the bar and stuff and they met up? It, it, you don't disrespect any elder people in the South, especially in Louisiana. It's, you're supposed to have Southern hospitality or some type of hospitality. She came off very rude, very, her nose was stuck up in the air like she didn't want to speak to nobody. Me, and we, we're big on that in Louisiana. People shake, we hug, you know, all the time. But, and then when your people are nice, Cause you ain't gonna find a lot of nice people. Yeah, they're gonna be nice, but if you be rude, they're gonna be rude back to you in Louisiana. You're gonna get that. But when people are nice to you and their family is treating you and welcoming you in and telling you, oh, you should try this. Hey, how you doing? Where you from? You know, talking to you, they trying to get to know you, trying to get it. She was just being disrespectful. And it's been like that with Gwen. That's why I really don't care for y'all. Well, um, to be honest, though, Gio, Gwen and Yara have made up. And I think that part of that was a cultural change. Um, coming to America is not necessarily uh, that easy when your culture and, and background is completely different, yeah, right? Different, so yeah. I think that um, part of that was language. Part of that was the cultural difference. And maybe she didn't realize that she was disrespecting. I think that it's really big. Like for me, being an African, you always respect your elders no matter what, where, when, where you are. But that's not necessarily everyone's yeah, yeah. pedigree and background. Maybe she didn't know that she was being disrespectful. That so. is true. But, you know, I do agree, though. In what culture do you not respect your elders? Do, do you all respect your elders everywhere in America, Ella? Oh, I mean, not everybody does. I get that. I, I, I am saying, like, this is my consensus. 
it is a social norm to respect your elders. Does everybody do it? No. So I, you know, but I'm just saying like, I feel like that's kind of nationally, internationally, like respecting your elders is important. Yeah. I would say I do. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I, ha- I have to hold, bite my tongue a lot of times because there's a lot of older people be tripping on the road, looking at pointing. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I'm not going to say nothing. <laughs> I'm just going to drive. Act like I ain't see this six, this seven-year-old woman flick me off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just kind of just, just respect them and 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 let them do their thing. Look, it sucks, ass, but I have to respect them. Like, well, because we're gonna be there someday. You know what? What kind of do we want? Do we want people to hate us or respect us? We want respect. So I'm just like, you know, you just you gotta you gotta put your time in. Put your time in. Totally. All right, so. Uh, Shida and Yara are talking backstage. Shida decides, and I, I really find it interesting that Shida really, I think, looks up to Yara and gets um, her kahunas from talking to Yara. So she decides that she's going to confront Bilal on the Talal about their relationship, about children, the whole nine yards. Um, and the funny line from Yara that I just 100% died of laughter she said, you call yourself Big Ed, but you're short as fuck. <laughs> that, was, that was a good one. I gave her huge props for that. <laughs> Listen, y'all. You know how Ed, everything that he wears is like Big Ed t-shirts. He literally has a tattoo of his own face. Face on his body. Says, yes. That says yeah. Big Ed. Like, stop it. His phone sticker that says Big Ed. Like, so when Yara said that, y'all, I fell out. I fell out. Right, Stevie? I fell out because it was hilarious and true. So <clears throat> we go backstage and Jovi's confronting Andre again about um, his relationship with Libby's family. And Bilal jumps in and says, you know, family's really important. It is important for you to be civil you know, that's their grandparents and you need to like recognize that that's their grandparents and you're going to want to have a relationship with the grandparents. And Andre literally says that he doesn't want to. And you guys know, I've talked about this too. I feel Andre is problematic. I've always been team Charlie. I think that he, in his own ways, just like Angela is an abuser. I think that he is isolating his wife from her family and he is not even trying to be subtle about it. And one of the things that is crazy to me, and you guys all know, because I talk about it all the time, is the fact that, yeah, okay, every family has problems, y'all. Okay? Like, every family has a problem. We, every family has a problematic family member. I have a problematic family member. I was just talking about my problematic family member today. And I said to my mom, I'm really just trying to be positive this year. We're not going to talk about this specific person today because today is Sunday. It's the Lord's Day. But we can talk about this tomorrow. But every family has a problematic family member. So, and sometimes more than one. But that's not Andre's stilo. That's not where he's coming from. If you think about it and you guys go back and watch all the episodes, he has literally, literally 
fought with every single family member yes. of hers. It you is know, true. It, it's hard that he can't. Ella, Ella, including Chuck. But Chuck is his bestie. But why is Chuck his bestie? Let's use our common sense. That part, Gio. He wouldn't have, he meaning Andre, wouldn't have a job. He wouldn't have a new home. He wouldn't have a car had it not been for Chuck. So now he has to keep Chuck close because Chuck is his ATM. But if you go back to when Andre first got here, he was 100% disrespectful to Chuck, talked crazy to Chuck, pointed Chuck out to his face, and that's Libby's dad. So 100% disrespect unless he's getting something out of it. And so I have an issue with the fact that he, in my opinion, is isolating this woman from her family. Thoughts, Gio or Ella? Go ahead, Ella. I, I, I go after you. Um, I just think that uh, I, I don't understand how when you come into a big family and you had a sibling or something, I don't understand how you try to isolate. I've known other couples that have done that. And I just don't think that it's healthy in the long run because if something really terrible goes on, like who do you call first? You call your parents or you call your family, right? So I do feel that Andre really like does need to see that, at least from what we see on television. I don't know him personally. This is just in my opinion from what I've seen. It does seem that he starts a lot of fights. So I'm just like, why, why do you do that? Like, I mean, do you not watch yourself on TV? I watched my season. I learned from my behaviors. Like, why can't you? Yep. Because was... he doesn't think he's the problem, right? Which is very narcissistic behavior. He doesn't think he's the problem. He doesn't think he's done anything wrong ever. And so when you have that personality, it's hard to self -report. It's hard to get anything done. That part. Yep. I will say this, though. When it comes down to uh, Andre... Yeah, he's very narcissistic, and um, also on top of that, he's very uh, like conniving, very conniving. Like he'll sit up there and and literally hear you for only a brief. If he wants to hear you, he will. He'll listen. hear you. Yeah. But he won't. Like you notice, the only person he wanted to listen to was Bilal. When Bilal, because Bilal barely was speaking, I was like, damn, okay, it made me look at Bilal a little bit different. Now he was the the he kind of was the calm. The uh the Buddha of the situation. Let's just throw that out there. He was the calm one, but uh he told Ed, he was like he brushed him off and said you small. You know, I was like damn, well <laughs> you know like <laughs> he said you small. Like don't don't you say nothing else. You sit down somewhere. You already ain't got to sit down when you you can stand up and still be sitting. But uh <laughs> he he basically was just going at after people like. Because Jovi made it clear as hell, like you gotta, you gotta reconcile and fix that. Even if you don't want to be friends with Charlie, I mean, with Chuck, at least talk to him. You know what I'm saying? At least talk to her family. You got because she does need her mother, her her dad, the the the, uh, the brothers and the sisters. The kids want to grow up with their grandma, and grandpa, and what do you Aunts think? And uncles. Like you know, like. So yeah, I was all the way with everybody else when they was getting on uh, Chuck. Chuck, I mean Charlie. He, I mean that Charlie. I'm, uh, Andre. Andre. And when everybody was on Andre, you know, I was I was totally with everybody because I feel like he needs to taste his own medicine sometime. And last night they gave it this tonight, and last week they gave him a taste. 
And I think they're going to keep doing it until he, he probably need counseling, like some serious damn counseling by himself, individually. Yeah, I just don't know if he's going to take counseling, though. You know, he is very, very – he seems very bullheaded in that retrospect. So, yeah. like you said, like maybe Bilal should be his counselor. Maybe he should hire Bilal. Right. Two peas in a pod. So, backstage, Jenny and Shida are talking about Liz and Ed and their relationship. <clears throat> And Shida, which I think is interesting, is giving Jenny advice saying, you know, hey, you need to be more outspoken on the tell-all. Um, you know, I know both of us are not outspoken, but in America, you have to or they'll walk all over you, she said. What are your thoughts on that? Because you two are Americans. Because I'll, I'll tell you how, what I think. What do you all think about that? Do you have to be outspoken to live in America? You want to go first, Gio? No, go ahead, Ailey. Ladies first. Ladies first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, okay. I, I think it's true. I do think it's true because I have been my whole life one of those nicer people and I have gotten a lot of people who took advantage of me. So yeah, I'm not going to disagree with Shida. I do think it's very true in America. Um, I think though that like with Ed and Angela and other, like you have to figure out your way to express yourself that will be effective because clearly Ed's and Angela's way is not effective. But yes, I would agree with the statement, you know, if you're not outspoken, you could get walked all over. I yeah. think I'm gonna disagree. The reason why I say that, because it's not just here in America that if you don't get to what we've seen that clear in India with, with Jenny, she still don't get her. When she nice as ever to them people, they still walk over. They don't care. That woman was tell, trying to charge her extra change you know what I'm saying? For like just simple fruit. It's, yeah, because she was in America. Yeah. But it's just, if you are not, I would say this, Shida should have told her, hey, you can't be too nice to everybody. I'm, I'm talking about in the whole world spectrum. You can't oh, be yeah. nice to everybody because certain people will take advantage of that. It's kind of like high school stuff. You know, like when you got the littler guy and the bigger guy, he's like talking down on the little guy because he know he can do that. And the little guy ain't going to say nothing to him. But at least if you speak up to him, He'd be like, okay, he's not playing. He's going to think eventually to come and do something to me. Like, so I would say Shida was trying to give some advice, but not not trying to rain on her parade, but what kind of advice can she give him, give uh, give to Liz when, she, you know, um, I don't know. She can't even, I don't know. You know, I ain't going to say what I want to say, but. Say it. I'm yeah, curious. I say mean, it. She she's taking advice from her friend that was telling her to put a cup, poke the poke a hole in the cup. Advice can she give anybody? Like, she can't even take the advice Bilal trying to give her. <laughs> I'm just being honest. <laughs> I don't know. First of all, Bilal doesn't give advice. Bilal talks down to and mansplains. Yeah, I mean, that is that is very, very true about him, I've noticed, for sure. Like, I, I, I wouldn't be able to be in a room with him for too long if he was going to talk like that to me all the time. Yeah, so let's get that clear, Gio. I can, no, I he can understand. He was trying to advice, though, with the, with, you see, with, the, with the popcorn situation. He was. Like, if you're going to be prepared for this child, and that's true, when you have kids, now, I'm, I'm, I'm one of them. I will take popcorn and I will take candy. We we go into the booze with this because we got to think about the long run. Okay, these kids got this next week. Uh, we need gas for the car. Yeah, but Gio, say that part. Say, hey, listen, we're on a budget. 
And we can't afford to be paying $20 for a box or a cart. I think that's what he was trying hold to say. On. No, hold out. on, hold on. That's absolutely not what he said. That's absolutely not what he said. He just said, no, we're not buying popcorn at the movies. So when she's saying that she has to bring snacks from home or we're stopping off at the corner store or wherever to pick up snacks to go to the movies, what you need to do, and I'm telling you from a female perspective, is say, hey, listen, we're on a budget. We're planning for this. We're saving for that. And we can't afford to spend yeah. X amount of dollars. That, Geo is explaining. That, Geo is giving the proper advice and information that your partner needs. What yes. you're not doing when you say, yeah, we're not doing that. No, you can't have that. Here, I've given you a couple of dollars. Oh, you spent it? That's mansplaining. Completely different things. Yeah, no, I just think that they definitely need better communication because I am I think Bilal's a smart guy, obviously. I think he's a good guy, um, you know, and I think Shida is a great woman. I hope peace and love for all their relationship, honestly. But I do feel like they just need to communicate better or, or he need, Bilal needs to adjust so that she feels like she finally understands more of what she's looking for. It's all about compromise. Yeah. Compromise and also understanding your partner's communication style and needs and what they need to know or hear, like how they need to be said certain things for it to be effective. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, C. Cruz says, If my husband wants to be cheap, he's cheap with himself, but not with me. <laughs> I mean, but that's a good problem. husband, it's, that's a now, good husband. Now you see, um. Like what what Christopher was saying some stuff and he was he was breaking it down in a good uh he was breaking it down like he was saying what when does it become the problem with just the man has to have all this money to just be spending it on on just you it's no problem with that but again don't Who look at me bro. no his, his friend Christopher was basically just saying like uh, we're gonna talk about Christopher as, shortly yeah I know because he was saying some shit and it was making sense don't look at me like I'm just a dollar sign. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, don't look at me like that. <laughs> like, okay, well, we'll get to that because I, I, again, I don't necessarily agree with you that he was he was saying things that were making sense. I feel like he came on with an agenda, and he was talking about women in general and not specifically about the relationship. But we'll get to that. Oh yeah. So Kimberly uh, calls Usman the love of her life, which I was like, wait, what? You what? It. Again, do you not know what a relationship and a healthy relationship is supposed to look like? Because if this is the love of your life, super fan, then you need to reevaluate what you think love is about. And the other thing that was really irritating to me, and, and live chat, chime in if, if you want to as well. But so you know how they quote unquote went home? And Ella, I'm going to get your expertise on this. They went home and allegedly it was the next day but they came back and they were all wearing the same outfit, including Sean, the host. Listen, y'all, don't forget that we saw the 10-hour tell-all that leaked. We know that you filmed that shit in one day. It might take all day, but don't try to disrespect our intelligence by saying you all went home, showered and changed, and put on the same outfit. Y'all filmed this four-part tell-all in one day. Yeah. Just like how you filmed 
the tell-all that leaked that was 10 hours in one day. That's why y'all are in the same outfits. And so, like, I was like, so y'all went oh. to your hotels, including Sean, and you guys want us to believe that you woke up and put on the exact same outfit? I was a little curious about that. It's ridiculous. They filmed it in one day, y'all. You know they filmed it in one day. I'm telling you from a production, from a Hollywood person, they filmed that shit in one day. And then they're trying to make it seem like it's it's four different days. Oh, day two of the tell-all. Stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> Um, my note, which has nothing to do with anything, but it was my note and I wrote it down so I feel obligated to share it with you. My note says, Ed sucks. <laughs> Period. <laughs> says that he had a rough day the other day, part two of the tell-all, and he also is not giving the ring back to Liz because he thinks he's the prize. He goes on and tells everyone that he apologized to Liz uh, last night and now he's trying to say sorry to them and Kim goes off on him she's like you know what like I talked to, to Liz and your apology was trash you're trash I'm paraphrasing by the way you're trash and then Ed tries to gaslight everyone saying oh you know I was drowning yesterday and Liz stepped on my head Listen, you were drowning. You got caught in a lie. Your ex fiance Rose and your current fiance, whatever, <laughs> your current person were both sitting there. And then all of your cast members were calling you out. And guess what? A liar and a narcissist don't like to be called out on their bullshit. No. So now all of a sudden, guess what? Gio, Ella. He's the no speaking no English. We don't speak English. Exactly. Exactly. All of a sudden, he's the victim, and he's drowning. Fool, you're drowning in your own lies. How about that? So instead of like, let's pull it all back. If you're truly apologizing, then you're not drowning because you're you're taking ownership for your behavior, you're taking ownership for your lies, you're taking ownership for the fact that you got called out, but you're learning from it. However, if you're a narcissist and you're playing victim, all of a sudden you're drowning. And guess what? My partner, she didn't step in. Instead, she was stepping on my head. Listen, listen, I I have my slippers on right now, but see this, stomp, stomp, stomp. Go ahead, Liz, stomp on his stupid fat head. <laughs> he cheated and lied about it. Why should she be the one that saves him? Explain that to me. Explain it, Gio. No, seriously, explain it to well, me. I can't explain it because he, he lied. On the on the yeah, everybody should take turns jumping on him. Just go ahead, Ed, and lay down and get oh. kicked a couple times, punch two, get stumped on. Because you lied, and then he sat up there and trying to make it seem like Liz is the problem. Like, that yeah, the problem. I was just like, bro, come on. You, like, literally just disrespected your woman. They and then me speaking no English, I swear to God, that thing, I wanted to punch him so hard when he said that. I was like, bro, like, the you just got caught. Like, own up to it. It's all you have to do. And the ignorance of it all. 
me no speaking in English, like the ignorance of it all. We talked about it last week. Like you, you can only be a privileged, entitled, spoiled brat to talk that way. Do you know what I mean? Like Ed, you, your, your mother speaks Spanish. You don't, but you habla no habla anglais. Like you know what? You just—it's just so. Did you see how he moved his body though when he said it? (laughs) Ignorant. No, I'm like, I'm like, I know. I tell you guys a funny story. So, I, Gio, and I talk on a regular basis, and uh, my neighbor was outside walking his dog, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, Gio, I think always forgets. You guys, you know, you know how Gio is. He's been on the show multiple times. He forgets that I'm from Canada. And do you guys remember when Gio first came on the show, and Gio was like. He told me that I talked funny. Do you guys remember that? <laughs> Anyhow, so my neighbor's walking his dog and I say hello to him. He says hello and I notice he has an accent. And I thought it was a Parisian accent. So I started speaking French to him. But he's from, um, where did he say he was from? He was from Belgium. And, mm. you know, they speak French in Belgium as well. And so we we're having a conversation and Gio's like, what language are you talking? What are you saying? What are you saying? Is that Spanish? <laughs> oh, Good job, Gio. <laughs> Y'all know I don't know a lot of languages. I just know English. I'd be knowing a little bit of something. <laughs> it's okay. Well, language, I, but he was so concerned. Like he said it, you guys, like I was speaking some type of gibberish. Like, what is that? Are you are you casting a spell or something? <laughs> that part, Ella. Like, what is that? What are you doing? Is that witchcraft? <laughs> you, do you remember that? That was just last week. Yeah, I was I was up in here because I was tired though. You be catching me sometimes. I'll be asleep. Did I fall asleep the one day when you was on? Oh phone? my god, that was another conversation. I fell asleep. Ella, we were having a full on conversation and it wasn't late. And I was like, Hello? I was in yeah. here with look, I was in Hello? here with my wife too. I was massaging her scalp. I fell asleep uh, on the fell, phone. I fell asleep. <laughs> oh I was like, Hello. And I just hung up. And you know what, Ella? He didn't call me back the next day be like, oh, my bad. I fell asleep. <laughs> Come on, Gio. Yeah, Jeez, like, at least apologize for falling asleep. It just he just acted like now. it was nothing. <laughs> and then we talked maybe the day after, and he's like, hey, peace and blessings, Linda. I was like, oh, <laughs> literally fell, on, fell asleep on the phone, and it's not addressing oh. it. Okay. <laughs> so live chat as you know you see how he's like you know really online he's really in real life as well oh Gio I'd love to hang out with you bro I'll come down to Louisiana and see you okay hot mess yeah, for sure okay, I so- forget though I totally forget I just, it just dawned on me because I was like I told my wife I was like babe did I fall asleep on the phone with Linda last night? She was like, I don't know. She was like, I just got up. You was passed out. I just got up and went. <laughs> Y'all, you guys have no idea what I put up with. Like, <laughs> we are, you and I are good friends. 
Ella, but we were so opposite. You would never <laughs> think that we were friends because we're so different. Yeah. No, I'm telling you, those are sometimes the best relationships. The best, I have a man and friend who is, is same. He's he's totally opposite of me, but we are like besties. Yeah, oh. that's that's exactly us. That's exactly like sometimes I'm like, because you know I love all things hip hop, blah blah blah. But I am too also from Canada. So sometimes I just don't even know what the hell they're saying. So mm. I called Gio to like translate. Now break it down. Do you remember that? And so even you guys, do you remember when Gio was trying to translate, but I couldn't even understand his translation? I was like, wait, what? Slow down. The horse, what was it in Louisiana? The horse and the band. Remember you said some, some saying that the horse. You talking about what Plies, when Plies had broke down something about, uh, well, it was about uh, Brittany Garner coming over here. He was breaking it down. And I was basically saying, like him saying a horse is indicating like they didn't rest her over here so fast. Like if it was a horse racing on a racetrack. Oh, he just summed it up, you know, like. Have no, still have no idea what it means. Part. But yeah, that part, that part. Okay, so. Um, Ed says that he doesn't understand Liz and he can't accept who Liz is as a person. And my note says, wait, what? You're the one that pursued her. You're the one that stalked her at her job until she finally said yes and went on a date yeah. with her. So like, what are you talking about? You can't accept her. It's clear that this issue is about you. Mm -hmm. Right? And so <clears throat> then Liz comes storming into the green room. She finds out that Ed has been active on dating apps. And I was like, oh, Lord, here we go. So Ed says, and, and I'll get into it more, but basically Ed says, prove it. Not that he wasn't on the apps, you guys, which is very prove different. It. Prove it. You know, a guilty person says that I watch all the true crimes and <laughs> all the guilty people, they're not like, no, I didn't kill so-and-so. No, I didn't rob such and such. They're like, oh, you think I did that? Prove it. That's what he said, y'all. Prove it. Okay, so <clears throat> we're going to move on to Kim and, Kim and Usman. Kim says they're not together. They're done. They're over with. She's, but she still loves him. Um, and that's her best friend. They have a connection. And then Usman's like, I love Kim, which is bullshit. And you guys know how I've talked about it all season. They showed no zero affection. And like, y'all get, y'all get engaged. And this is what you do. This is what you do. You, did you catch that? Oh, you did it because it was super quick. You quick peck. <laughs> We're engaged. I love you so much. I can't keep my hands off of you. Oh my God, stop it. Just stop it. They were never having sex. They had no passion, none of that. So when Usman's like, I love Kim, I'm like, yeah, you love what she can do for you. Hold on. Yeah. Can I, can I please say something? And we're still talking about Kim and Usman. May I have the mic real quick? I want to ask you something, Linda and Ella. Do y'all believe that they really had sex? Or it was, was was that fake? Man, like, okay. Um, 
I feel like if they never did, okay, this is this is just my opinion. I don't know. I have no other than just meeting them at the tell all right. I have nothing. I know nothing. But I'm just saying, like, I went and did not have sex for a week with the guy that I went overseas for, and I was pissed about it. So if she went multiple times and did not have sex with him one time out of any of those times, like, I just think that that's, like, terrible. So, I mean, if she did do that and they didn't have sex, like, okay. Like, that was, like, totally a waste of your time, girl. But, um, but like, do I believe they had it? Like, I, I feel like they've had to have at least, at least one time. That's like, but I mean, I could be totally wrong. I could be totally wrong. Mm. I don't think they've ever had sex. Me too. I'm, I'm I don't think they ever had sex. Right I, I mean, even when they're in the bed together, Ella, that first time where she was like demanding sex from him and everyone was up in arms about it, you didn't even see like them really like touching each other. I don't believe it for one minute. Oh yeah, no, he definitely like. I mean, it would not surprise me. Like, I'm just saying, if if it were me and I'd be in that situation, I think that's crazy. Like, I would not keep going for somebody who would not have sex with me. That part, like for TV or not, not, like that, that part. Like, what I'm not about to do is travel halfway across the world, and we're supposed to be on this romantic vacation together, and you know, I'm not only seeing you like once a year, and we're not having sex. Like, that's stupid. Yeah, well, that is dumb. But well, it I, does not surprise me that they wouldn't have because the way he reacts, just like looking at his facial, I mean, just just literally just on the TV, okay, just on, on the show, you can see how uninterested he is in her and everything, the way he looks at her, talks to her, the way he approaches her. He's like, oh, I have to do this for film. Like, yeah. this, that, that's what I get from it. And that's what I've always got. And I feel bad for Kim because I think she really did love him. And I just feel bad for her because I'm just like, I really don't think he loved you. And I think you're a very nice person. And I think that was really shitty of him. Yep. <laughs> but, but, you know, Ella, we've been here. We've done that with baby girl Lisa, right? So this man, again, just like how he normally does, tries to switch it up because, again, he's like Andre where he can do no wrong. So he says, well, you know, he needs a child. She can't but, give me a child. It's all her fault. How is that her fault? She fucking told you. Like, you're going out with a 50-year-old plus woman, okay? Then yeah. so we're not supposed to have kids, like, past, like, 39, you know? I mean, you're, like, lucky if you start having kids at 40. Maybe yep. 50 is not even a thing. Like, why? What? When what? is the age? When is the age that uh menopause start peeping in for women? What is the what is that the uh the earliest stages of it? Like for that earliest ages for women. Like menopause well, I think people. it can be like forty five, right? Like yeah, I mean, so it's if he's thinking that she's gonna 50. carry kids, that's a no go. Period. I mean, like, that he, was like he knew the, it though. He, he knew when that. he got into it, he knew that. So like him saying that on the tell all was, I'm sorry, it was bullshit, and I have. And I will also say this because on my tell-all that like people didn't catch, but Usman, I'm sorry, was a total jackass to me the entire time. Would not even give me like the time of day to explain myself or try to talk to him and try to be nice. And Kim's like, oh, he he likes you. He doesn't not like you. I'm like, bullshit. That guy does not like me at all. And I'm just like, feelings mutual, dude, because you are an asshole and a scammer and all, all the things. All the things negative. That's all I got to say. I'm sorry. I have no respect for Usman. Okay, I'm done. Here's the three things that I'll say. First and foremost, um, I think that I want to also um, just make it clear that I think that 
uh, your question, Gio, about menopause, uh, it's different for every individual woman. Okay. So there's no set age. No, not um, a set some age. Some women uh, have early onset menopause and some women have late menopause. So it's different for every individual woman. woman. Second of all, the thing that I wanted to address is uh, what Ella said. I, you guys, and you guys know me, you know that I've interviewed every single person. You, you, you name the Hollywood star, I've interviewed them. And I did a one-on-one -on -one interview with Usman and to this day, 2023 january 2023 he was the worst interview i've ever done he was the rudest guest i've ever had he was the most disrespectful and one of the things that i've i've told you guys and i shared with my patreon subscribers and i'm going to share with you because it's been long enough now but Number one, I'm not saying I'm like anybody or whatever, but I'm saying he, it was clear that he didn't know I was a journalist. Number two, what you're not about to do is disrespect me on my own show when I'm interviewing you mm. and you're like a D and E list reality celebrity. Cause we were that, and that was like his, that was the season he was on with baby girl, Lisa. Number three, you all know, and you guys in the live chat, you all know that he mentions uh, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend all the time, like they're besties and, and and they love him. A, they don't follow him, and B, they never respond to any of the tags on social media Damn. that he does. However, have I interviewed both of those people? 100%. Are they down to earth? 100%. So it took me a minute to process his big ego and attitude. So... Ella, when you talked about how he was terrible to you, he's just in real life. And again, I haven't met him in person, but just like on a Zoom type interview, he was terrible to me too. He had no respect. And I don't know if it's because he doesn't respect women that are his peers and of his mm -hmm. age. And yeah. that's why he constantly goes after older women where mm -hmm. he thinks that he can control them and he thinks he's better than them and they look up to him. I don't know, but there is something there if, if, if you guys are hearing what I'm saying. I hear exactly. I, I hear you. Yeah. In the, in the head of the nail on the coffin. So, and you know what I think that is? You know what I think that is? Because Usman is so wrapped up in himself, like he has no idea how to actually like socialize with down to earth people. Like he's just so in his head, you know what I mean? Like just from what you've told me and how I've experienced my experience with him, like he just thinks that he is some hot shit. And I'm just like here to tell you, like, bro, you're you're so not. Like when when you when you get to whatever is beyond this life, that person's gonna tell you, like, bro, you dumb fucked up. No. That part, that part, <laughs> and and y'all and. Oh, Kayla, thank you. I always forget to say that. Y'all are the best. Uh, you guys don't forget up, to like... Oh, Kayla, you're really pretty. Go ahead, girl. thumbs up, y'all, for real. Handle it. Thumbs up. Hit the thumbs up um, on the video. I totally forget. So I was going to tell you something. Oh, if you're such a big star, and this is the last thing before I move on, but if you're such a big star, what you're not about to do, and, and I don't know if I can find it, if I can find it. Uh, what you're not about to do is lie about you having billboards in Times Square and in Atlanta. Who said that? Usman did. 
Usman did. Okay, let me see. I don't know. If uh, I yeah, can. I'm telling you, Gio. He says a lot of shit, and I'm just like, bro, how much into your own like delusion are you? Do you have schizophrenia or something? Because you talk as bad as some of my clients at my work. I was like, seriously. You got a billboard. Lies like there's no tomorrow. Usman tripping like that. Okay, y'all so- see both of y'all experienced him, but I can honestly see it. Because of what I can't Sounded. tell y'all, y'all lying. I can honestly see it. Look how hard he went in on Angela. He was the only one. No, 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 no. You sit down, pick, get your seat. He was tripping. I was like, well, damn, I didn't ever see this person. And then he was tripping last night. D- tonight, oh, uh, yeah, uh, like you're not hanging out with Michael. Don't you dare hang out with my man. Not That's not okay. Brother. We're gonna talk about that. With my brother. We're gonna talk about that. So, uh, Adventures with V said we need a Zara interview. I want to know the re- reason why Zara and Usman uh, broke up. And better days, girl. Thank you. Yes, I did do a live with IG and sh- on IG with Zara. She answered all those questions. Uh, you can head over to her Instagram page to see that. So we didn't oh, wow. miss it. Okay, so it's here it is, you guys. I need you both to watch this. Um, I've played it before. I played it for my Patreon people, but I, I will play it for you guys as well because it is outrageous. Usman Yarima, popularly known as Soldier Boy, was born in Kidaibui area of Sokoto State. Usman Umari, aka Soldier Boy, is a reality TV personality who has starred in the popular TLC TV show 90 Days Fiance. Okay, so, and I know that the accent is thick, so I'll help translate. So, she's saying, I know, Gio, I'm doing it specifically for you. Uh, this is Soldier Boy, Usman, a.k.a. Soldier Boy, who is on a popular international reality show, 90 Day Fiance. He is widely known to be a music artist. Rightly known to be a music artist. Usman is a Nigerian based and his accomplishments because he's Nigerian based and his accomplishments include he's becoming a musician. Becoming a musician. <laughs> Peace ambassador of the US. Peace ambassador of the US. <laughs> as well as the Fees of Ariel Goodwill International. As well as the face of international goodwill, the Goodwill Ambassador <laughs> Program. He has bagged an award as Ariel Artist of the Year. He's bagged an award as Ariel Artist of the Year. The People Award. Soldier Boy is being recognized by celebrities. Soldier Boy is recognized by celebrities. <laughs> such as John Legend. Such as John Legend. And Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Michael Blackson. <laughs> Michael Blackson. August. Soldier Boy. Hold on, I missed one. I need you guys to hear it too because it's so <laughs> random. Hold on. Soldier Boy has his billboard at the Times Square, New York, and Atlanta. He has his billboard in Times Square <laughs> in Atlanta. <laughs> Ella. Ella. Ella, did you know that Atlanta has a Times Square now? Did you I did that? not. Yeah, did you guys upgrade? Did you upgrade? Apparently. With these walls of recognition, he is qualified to be the best Ariwa International Act. Congratulations, Soja Boy. Lord. The lies. 
I just can't. I, I can't. I can't with Usman. Like I have zero respect for him. Like I can't even. Ugh. Who did that? Who did that video? <laughs> so apparently he was up for a new award. I guess it's called the Pandora Awards. And we talked about it on my Patreon. It sounds to me like Usman wrote what he wanted them to say. Oh, I'm sure he did. He wouldn't have done it if he didn't have control over it. That's his personality. Was that Atlantic City? <laughs> Apparently, Atlantic City is really moving up in the world, so we better go check it out, yo. Oh, I, I just was like, you know what? If you're going to lie, at least do your research so you don't sound stupid. Right. Anyway. I could have said New York Times. <laughs> right? Atlanta Times Square. He has a billboard in Atlantic, or excuse me, Atlanta Times Square. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Anyways, so Usman is blaming know. Kimberly uh, for breaking up with him, saying that, you know, it's her fault because he needs a child. Um, he loves her, but he she can't give him a child. He says he has to make himself happy first. And Kimberly is just like sitting there crying, which I just think is ridiculous. What are you crying about? This fool showed you who he was from Jump. Then Jamal yeah, arrives. Um, and Jamal says, you know, Usman is psycho guilt tripping my mom. He's selfish. He's a narcissist. He needs to get his shit together, Jamal says. Jamal says, you know, a year ago, I was on this exact same stage and I told Usman and you guys, that Usman was going to hurt her and that I would have to come and pick up the pieces. And mm. now here we are a year later and I'm having to pick up the pieces. And then Kimberly, uh, and again, Kimberly and Ed are very similar in this, which I just think is weird because you know how Ed is always like, oh, well, I broke up with Liz for the 10th time. I broke up with Liz. I Kimberly's like, well, I broke up with him. He didn't break up with me. No one cares. Okay, and secondly, I do I do just want to point out that in in the actual episode, yes, she does break up with him, but then like two seconds later, she literally goes back to apologize, and Usman's like, "No, I'm not having it," and he leaves. Like What's that's how it went down. So to be fair, the only one who really had control over when the relationship was over was Usman, and I feel like the the world could all see that the whole time. Yeah, true. Honestly. Lori said, I've been to Atlanta. I miss seeing Times Square, though. <laughs> oh, bummer. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. So, Jamal goes on to say, you know, he feels that Usman guilted her into breaking up um, because he basically didn't want to look bad. And he loved her for what she could do for him. And those are all facts, you guys, because Kimberly, he never spent one dime on Kimberly. She paid for every single ticket to Tanzania. T Tanzania? Is that where they went? Yeah, Tanzania. Tanzania a couple of times. The PlayStation, the friggin' MacBook Pro. Airbook, yeah, all the things. The chain. You forget the about chain, the chain. Oh, yeah, the soldier boy and chain. Every t shirt that she had silk screened with his stupid face on it. Hashtag whatever soldier boy or whatever his stupid shit is she paid for it in a pocket and you know she helped promote him this entire season 
period. She didn't even wear proper outfits. And look how beautiful she looks in proper outfits. Oh, like, I know. She's gorgeous, isn't she? I Like I said, I think Kim is the sweetest heart, the sweetest lady on earth. And and I am. I, I when, when I met them at the tell, I really did not talk to Kim. And then when I found out at the end of the show, like, they finally broke up. And I, like, sent her a message. And I was like, is it still, like, are you broken up? Because, like, I can't be friends with you if you're with Usman because I just, I don't respect you. I, I don't respect him at all. I respect you too much to bring that drama into it. So I just won't be friends with either of you. But um, I think that she is great. So I really hope that she is recovering. And I do have to say, like, peace and love to Kimberly all the way. Usman definitely can rot in the deepest, darkest hole possible. <laughs> so... <clears throat> Um, Ed jumps in because Ed feels like he's the voice of reason and Ed says that Usman is using Kimberly that he's only concerned about his reputation, about his music he's an opportunist um, and then Usman's like I'm not scamming Kimberly uh, I'm not scamming her and I hate when Americans say that and then Andre's like well looks like a scammer, acts like a scammer you're a scammer. Mm. What did you guys think about that when Andre said that? If I the shoe Andre, fits. Yeah, the shoe fit do wear, but wear. But uh, when I say when Andre spoke up, I was like, you need to uh, not say nothing, you know? Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, no, I mean, yeah, Andre I, I probably really, shouldn't be the one to be bringing it up. I was like, but... Andre, you shouldn't bring up nothing because you, you didn't get with Elizabeth. You came all the way from Moldova. And they got with uh, Elizabeth, got her pregnant. You you sealed your green card. Your best bet is just to keep quiet. Because when you open your mouth, I'm going to look at you the same way. Like, well, you need to look in the mirror, too, because you done broke her family up. And you ready to take all them back to Mount Dover right now. So, shh, uh, uh, Andre, be quiet. Next <laughs> For real. Oh, yeah. Gio, I think you are so awesome. I love this. It's random. So this is a side note. <laughs> a side note. Um, my note says, and again, it has nothing to do with anything, just a note, so I have to read it. I, my note says, ugh, Angela's a aging hard and fast. Because <laughs> I saw a photo of her that someone DM'd me of her cameos that she was doing with Andre, uh, excuse me, with Michael. And let me see if I can find it. That boy Michael had big as hell. I ain't gonna lie. Okay, but look. It's shining off the light and everything. <laughs> oh shit. I have to I think I have to do it like this. Yeah. Like Damn, this. they make a perfect couple together. <laughs> oh my god, stop it. <laughs> Well, you know, you got to give them a little props. At least they actually lasted longer than, you know, Usman and baby girl Lisa. with his original person. Okay, so pre-surgery and all of that stuff. This is Angela. And this is only like a few years ago. Look at her on, on the tell-all and look at her right here. She's aging hard and fast, period, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's... She I think she looked better when she better. was bigger. I don't like this look on her right now. I, I really don't you. like this look. I liked her when she was when she was bigger because she she was way more comfortable about herself, confident about herself. She spoke more clearer. Uh, now it's just like 
I'm tooting my own horn. I I know I'm the shit. I done lost all this weight. Ain't nobody, you know, like, come on, man. Angela made herself look bad, and then it just she made herself look bad. It's the it's not even a fact about the surgery, it's the way she's presenting herself while After having the, the surgery, surgery done. And, yeah, you know, like she's trying to act like she's better than everybody, kind of yep. and that that's that makes her more ugly than anything, you know. That like, part. stop doing that. That part. Work on your inside, not your outside. So, um, Jamal goes on to say, you know, you work to Usman, that you work my mom. Um, you only came on here to stay relevant. You played my mom. And, you know, what you need to do is stop over-talking me because you're trying to justify your bad behavior. Then Kim jumps in saying that she doesn't feel played. She's 100% on the defensive and she's in denial, Shida says. She's like, you know what? You love him, which she does. She does love him. And I've told you guys this before. It's like this. You all know I love Drake. If I met Drake came into my DMs or put me up on on a live on his Instagram, I'm going to be all fangirled out. And then if Drake flew me to Toronto to hang out with him and all of a sudden I'm dating Drake, 100%. I'm going to be like, oh, my God, I love Drake because I've loved Drake before I even met him. Same thing for Kimberly. So she's on the defensive and she's in denial. She loves him, but she loved him before she even met him. And it's not love like I'm in love with you. It's love like I idolize you. Yeah, that's true. And he only loves Kimberly as a friend. As a friend. Yeah. yeah, he loves himself. I agree with that. He, he only said he only says that for the TV part. I mean, come on. That yeah, come on. I agree with you. I think he does only love himself, but I think he also loves Kimberly as a friend and for what she can give him. Mm. Oh, I mean, yeah, no question about that. Whatever love he does have for her, that would definitely explain it. Yeah. So then he goes on to say, because everyone's like, "You didn't love her. You didn't love her," and he's like, "But we had sex." Y'all, I thought oh, I know the, whole, the cast fell out, it was silence <laughs> everywhere, everyone started laughing. I was like, This okay, so listen, listen, Ella and Gio, because here's what I know to be true, okay. And live chat, hear me when I say this, okay. He says, But we had sex. Usman says he can't have sex with someone he doesn't love, right. So right. he, he had, had sex with Kimberly, which I don't believe. But you know who he did have sex with? Lisa. Baby girl Lisa. Yeah, so, Lisa was killing that tea. She okay, said he ate her out and everything. That all and that part is true because you saw you saw them get into it and you saw their tongues all together. So, so by process of elimination. Usman says he can't have sex without with someone he doesn't love. I put insert baby girl Lisa. So clearly, all the shit you talked about, baby girl Lisa, you loved her because you were having you all the sex, sex with her. All yeah. the sex with her all the time. Right? So what you're not about to do is sit here and because, you know, he doesn't even say her name anymore because he's like, you know, he's better than that. You ain't better than shit. You prey on older women who you think have low self-esteem, but meanwhile, you want to talk about how you love Kimberly? Well, you love baby girl Lisa, and she put you on game. 
she's the only reason that you are quote unquote in your own words international superstar because she got right. you on 90 day fiance so go ahead and not bite the hand that feeds you okay did she ever give speaking of baby real did she ever give him that money that she, <laughs> that she took I have no idea Maybe Carolisa is problematic in and of herself, right? Because again, I watched that 10 hour tell all, and she deserved to be set aside and fired from TLC for using the N word multiple yeah. times. So I'm not defending her. I'm just saying he's no better than her. Oh, but I ain't gonna lie to you, Linda. I heard that was, it was I'll tell you about that when we get off the live because it was something deeper. You know, have you ever heard of somebody like taking messages, right? Like they know, have y'all ever heard of this? Some you can type, you can type a message to somebody, right? Like, and they can encrypt, they can encrypt your message, encrypt wording inside of your message. Like yeah. literally, your message, they can do that while you texting them. They can equip your like. Yeah, but now, did you watch the ten-hour tell-all, Geo? Oh yeah, I watched it. Because it wasn't a text message. The words came out of her mouth multiple times on that tell-all. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't a message. It wasn't, no, no one encrypted anything. She verbally said I, I, I read it from the, from the uh, message thing. I didn't I didn't see it on the tell-all thing. On she verbally, thing. on the tell-all that leaked that was not part of TLC, but someone leaked it, and we all know who leaked it. I talked about it. She's the one that verbally on international TV said the N-word called uh, Usman the N-word multiple times and that's why oh, she got fired. Man, she was tripping. She was tripping then. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. She need to go there. You can't be saying that. Anyway, <laughs> so no one believes Usman loves anybody. No one believes Usman is in love with Kimberly and had sex with Kimberly, none of that. Um, but go ahead and play the video of the second potential wife and Kimberly hadn't seen it and how, you know, he got her number and all that stuff. Kimberly starts crying again, which I was just like irritated. Cause like, why are you crying over this fool? He clearly doesn't treat you well. Why are you? And you're, and you're already broken up. Like you're not together. You know, yeah, like, it's know. like, why, why do you care now? Like you should be moving on. That yeah. part. That part. So then Usman freaks out. Did you see when he freaks out? I don't care. He says, I don't care about this. Because just like Ed, but in a different form. So what Ed does when he gets called out on his bullshit, Ed plays the victim, right? And tries to twist stuff. When Usman gets called out on his bullshit, he gets angry. And loud. And loud and starts yelling exactly, Ella. So then Usman starts trying to tell this story. And... Jamal's like, you know what? No one's listening to your stories. Like, we're not hearing any of that. You're just trying to talk over everyone and mansplain as you got caught, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Usman feels like he's done no wrong. He feels like in, in his eyes, he's done all the right things to Kimberly. And Kimberly's like, you know what? I'm done with him. I'm done with all of this. I'll always support him. I'll always be a super fan. She's crying again. And Jamal gets up and hugs her and is like, it's you and me. It's all going to be okay. What I will say is I think that she raised a great son. True. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She may not make the best choices in men, but she raised a great son. 
yeah no I have, I have mad respect for Kim yeah. especially after meeting her in person and going through what I've been through with her like mad respect yeah. and I'm so glad that she's finally seen the light is all I could say but the only part is though Ella it's funny that you say that because backstage she is talking to the rest of the cast members and she's like well I don't care what you guys think I know that Usman was in love with me I was like are you delusional like what does in love look like you. Yeah, I, I will say that she definitely like that's why I feel like I don't think she sees at all that he used her. I think she really does feel that he loves her. I think she feels that down true to her core because it was the same at my tell all. I was like, Usman could do no wrong. He was a great guy. She she really, really, really loves him. And I just feel very sorry for her because it's really clear that he had no love for her. But she's rattling the fence with that because it's like Oh, she know he don't love her then. Oh, no, I'm going to defend him because he really does love me. If he says it, it, if he says she's looking at the love, what he say, oh, long as he says he loves me, that means he loves me the same same affection and way that I love him. When that's not the case, Kimberly, I don't think she fully has seen the light, though, Ella. Oh, Linda, I think she probably literally probably still talking to him to this day. Oh, she probably oh, is probably God. every day hoping that they will get back together. I just because remember, I hope for her sake first. it doesn't happen. She yeah. was a fan first. Remember, she was a super fan before she and got then a ready. potential girlfriend and then a girlfriend and then a fiance. But that's why I can say I think Usman used her for that to get back onto the show and oh, capitalize off that uh, opportunity. He 100% even said that. He 100% said that the only reason he was on the show with Kimberly is because Zara backed down. If I can find it, it might be in my trash, but if I can find it, I'll, I'll play the video for you. It's it's. That is, that is what I had heard, that the only reason he was on it with Kim was because uh, Zara backed out. That's And he literally says that, Ella. He literally says that he went on the show because she was like plan B. Oh, I don't have it here. Uh... Yeah, he, he basically just used Kimbler. That's all what it was, just to get back on the show. Yeah. I wouldn't even say he used it for like the stuff like that. It that she was just so super fanned out. She was just buying stuff for him. You can't Kimbler, you gotta realize this. You cannot buy people love. You just like yeah, you, you can't, can't buy, buy their love. love. You yeah. can't buy their love. So no, I think she lost no. out on that. I think that was her doing. I don't think he necessarily acts like, hey, give me a PS5 and I want this. I think he was just like, yeah, come on over to Africa, you know. Oh, yeah, no, I definitely agree you know? that he was he was just riding the wave. Like, I don't think he Found initially it. planned to do as bad, but yeah, definitely yeah, riding yeah. the wave. I want to see this. I'm so excited. I actually wanted to go on TV with Zara. She had, like right now, she still have the contract in her hand because I love being on TV. Oh, he admitted it. He admitted so it. Let me just play that again for, for you guys because it's a really quick video. I just need you guys to really, and watch what he says, okay? Because the comment up top says, sad part, he doesn't give a fuck. He really doesn't, he wanted Zara to go on the show, not- I actually it. wanted to go on TV with Zara. She had- like right now, she still have the contract in her hand because I love being on TV. Damn! Can we put the hands up emoji at the bottom of the chat, everybody? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Drop some microphones. <laughs> Drop microphones. I'm just saying everything that I've told you guys, everything that I'm so glad I keep my receipts, but I'm just saying everything I tell you guys is 100 percent true. It's one that's the interview you did with him? No, I didn't that's that was something else that I found. Um or someone sent me, I don't know, but he, he loved being on TV. That's it. That's crazy. That's it. That's, that's it. Crazy. That is it. This fool, this fool said I not even I want to I actually wanted to go on TV with Zara. She had like right now, she still have the contract in her hand because I love being on TV. So he didn't even say you guys that he loves Zara. No, he just wanted to be on TV. He just wanted he just wanted to be on TV, which which makes sense because like you said, he's his music is not that good. I'm sorry. I feel like I sing better than him. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's but I he's not an international like superstar. If he was international, and you guys know that I'm African, so you guys know that last week in Ghana, they had the Afrofest, and every single Black celebrity, A-list, B-list, C-list, Z-list, was there mm. and performed. And was Usman anywhere near it? Was he uninvited? Probably not. Have you ever even seen him do a concert? Stop. Don't. Listen, you guys, don't get me started. We have so much more to get through. Don't even get me started. So Ed's backstage, still playing the victim, still gaslighting. Um, Jenny tells him, and you guys, I laughed when he said this. She's like, I don't even understand that your relationship is weird. Mm, he was so rude to her. And I was like, she said one thing. It wasn't even that rude. Like, but, what the heck? but it's true. Your relationship is weird. It makes no sense. Yeah, I it is love, weird. I laughed so damn hard when Jenny said, you know what? I'm starting to like you now, Jenny. You know right? what I'm Like Jenny was saying some shit. She said, you're your relationship is weird anyway. But she was like, yeah, they would not accept you. You couldn't even get, he was like, like what did they find him from? He was like an Indian. She was, <laughs> she was like, they wouldn't even give you a passport. Like, <laughs> I know, that was Jenny, like, freak yeah, bro. I was like, you go, girl. They wouldn't even give you a visa. <laughs> so, Jovi sticks up for Jenny, and again, he tries to explain to Ed how he shouldn't be talking to women the way he talks to them. Which, you Period. Know, Period. Like it's sad, right? Because the 32-year-old is telling the 60-something-year-old how he should and should not treat women. It's just it's sad to me. Mm. Um, and then Jenny gets up, and it was my favorite line she says to the world and to production. Where did you find this guy? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I died of laughter. <laughs> so Shida is trying to be the voice of reason to Liz says to her, you know, I see you're alone. I want to make sure you're not alone. You need to teach Ed how to treat you. And I was like, that is not going to work. Ed is 60. He's not learning any new tricks. Again, since the top of the show, I told you guys, this fool has been single for 30 years for a reason. 30, 30 years. Damn. Not three years, not 10 years, not five, 30 years. Single? 30 years. Y'all because nobody wants to date him because he's a jackass. No, he was I'm talking about he wasn't like just having sex with this woman like at all. Can he even get laid? I mean, honestly, would you sleep with him if you were a woman the way that he goes up to talk to women? Period. I 
I mean, seriously, put yourself in a woman's position, Gio. Would you have sex with him? I'll look at him and be like, yeah, I think I'm a day woman. <laughs> like a I mean, woman. let's be honest here. He, he may think he's the prize, but he is not. And you guys, he, listen, he's just, no, he's not the prize. That's all I have to say. He is definitely not the prize and i mean and it has nothing to do with his appearance honestly i mean yes he's a little interesting looking or whatever but i mean it's the way that he acts his that attitude, seriously yeah his attitude makes him worse in my opinion she said he might look a, a little bit funny looking i did not say that <laughs> did i say that what did i say i, I just interesting i, I don't know I'm, I'm, I, listen again, ella, don't, happiness. ella don't feel bad don't feel bad because ed is ed ed we i mean if i'm gonna have to bring it up again i will but like let's stop acting like this fool right here is a prize to anyone I don't care about that's an egg in a t-shirt, yo. That's it. Like, stop playing. And he has the audacity, Ella, to body shame Liz and tell Liz. That <laughs> I know, I know. I just like I can't even Ella. Like, I just don't even know what to say to that poor man. He's just all <laughs> over the place. Ella. Every shirt he wears, the buttons are holding on for dear life. I know. So I how know. dare you? Tell Liz that she needs to every day. How dare you? You better go ahead and look in the mirror yourself, my friend. I'm just saying, despite however he looks, all I'm saying is that don't be the person that is body shaming and disrespecting someone when you can work on yourself as well. That's what I'm saying. Good point. Very, very well put. Ed's trying to work with the room. Uh, Liz walks in with her seat. She finds out that he's still on these international and Asian dating sites. Um, and she finds out that he was active two hours ago. Ed says, mm. first he says, that's not me. Prove it. Then he Prove says, it. then he says, I don't even know how to access it. Then he says, Prove it. Now he didn't say no, he didn't say, Hell no, I would never do that. He said, that's not me. I don't know how to access it and then prove it. And I told you guys at the top of the show, all the true crimes, when they say prove it, they they're did. literally saying I did it, but you don't have enough evidence. So go ahead and try to prove it. And then what happens? Ed goes on to say, you can't prove it. And he's like, yeah, no, you just can't prove it. So Andre's like, go ahead. And because Ed said his computer's in his room back at the hotel, and Andre's like, go and get the computer. Let's just put an end to it. Uh, 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 so she's in it now. Fucking let's do it. You know? Let's yeah, I it. just like that. I love that when Andre said that. Are we going to do that? I, I I was in my chair and I was like, are we going to do that? Is that happening? I, I want that to happen. Can we, yeah. can we? Come on, let's get that that over here now. That part. Go ahead, producer. Jump in the ride chair. Jump in whatever the production vehicle is. Head over there before Ed can say anything or do anything. Wipe any evidence. Go ahead and grab that computer. Let's let's make this happen. Because that is going to make my tell-all. 
All right, so we're moving on to uh, God, we have a lot. Can you pull that comment up though, Linda? What Nat, Nat, Nat attack said before you move on, real quick. Oh, he looks yeah. like a busted can of biscuit. <laughs> you ever seen a busted, busted can, can of biscuit? biscuit. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> Esfray says everything wrong with him, he projects on others. That yep. Oh, Sharon Sugarsmith. Go ahead, Sharon. Thank you for supporting the show with a super you. sticker. My first super sticker of the night. I appreciate you oh. so very, very much. Listen, you. We, got, we still have a lot to get through. So, uh, Shida and Bilal. Hmm. Uh, if we remember, Shida gave him the nine-month ultimatum, have a family or peace at walk. Um, and then we find out that it's I don't this was like so weird to me, you guys, because all of a sudden Bilal did like a 180 and he now wants to have a kid with her. And she now doesn't want to have a kid. She wants to focus on being an American and having her business. And then what was weird, and let's talk about this, let's be adults about this, you guys. But she's like, Yeah, we tried, or he said, we tried two or three times to have a child. And everyone in on the stage was like, "What? You tried two times? Like, I'm sorry. Are you y'all are? I I mean, Gio, I'm not married, but I can tell you from being in in a long term relationship. Hey, you don't try uh, no two three times. You <laughs> two three no. times over what period of time? But I'm it, hoping that's two three, two, times, three times. times. That's around that's around the right of time. But it's don't be scared. You know what I'm saying? Like. You have to go hard and go all out, you know, and, and actually. But you, you're not hearing there. me. You're not hearing me. He said they tried two or three times to have a child, and I'm saying if you're in a marriage, and you guys know I talk about the four things that you guys have to talk about before you get in a serious relationship. Sex is one of them. Okay, you need to talk about what you like in sex. How often do you want to have sex? What are your sexual preferences? All the things. You guys know I've talked about it all the time. So yeah. what I'm saying is here, he said, he didn't say two or three times in one week, two or three times in one month. He said, we tried two or three, two times. Or three times. I mean, the whole entire time we've been waiting on them and they've been trying two or three times. That You're married. Work. So first of all, so first of all, you guys, the first thing, I would hope, in my opinion, I would hope, you guys, if and when I get married, and Ella, you can you can agree or disagree. I, I would love to hear what you have to say about this. But if I'm fucking married, what I'm not about to do is use condoms anymore. That's my man. That's my husband. That. Oh, yeah. That's my partner yeah. for life. So, like, why are we, like, trolling down. around for condoms and all the whole nine yards? If you guys don't want to have kids yet, but we don't have kids yet, then I get it birth control, boom. But what I'm not about to do is act like I'm still dating. That's the first thing. The second thing is if we've both decided that we're going to have kids, what we're not doing is having sex two or three times in however three long. Three months or whatever. Right, however yeah. long. That is not, in my opinion, a healthy marriage. Sex okay. is important. I don't care what any of y'all say. I don't care what they tell you in the streets when they say sex is not important. Sex is very important in a relationship. You want yeah. to know why? It's the difference between friends and being lovers. Period. Very true. It is true. It is true. I feel like it's true. So Andre clowns below and says two or three times, two times, because you know Andre likes to have his likes to get down. 
And so Bilal tries to come back and says, well, I have more than you, bro. Well, if you have more than him, you're not showing us. You're yeah, I mean, like, you know, if you had more than him, you'd uh, probably be pregnant by right now, right? Right? That part. That part, Ella. That part. Cool. So then... I'll be right back. I got to get a charger. Okay. So what was weird to you guys is that they went to uh, Herbalist and they show this never seen before clip Mm. and they were going for like this tea thing, Gio, where she wanted a pregnancy tea and then he wanted something for his prostate because he said he was single for so long years before being with, with Shida and that he he never masturbated, never did anything, any of that stuff uh, prior to getting with her. And then the guy talks about, and you guys, hello. Oh, I'm just about to get to the scandalous. Does Gio know what edging is? Hell to the no. I ain't ever heard of that until tonight. <laughs> I ain't ever. I don't do that weird shit. <laughs> I'm not going to to. That's weird. So I'm they- going all the way in. I ain't going to even hold I ain't holding nothing back. <laughs> That's why I got kids now. <laughs> that part. <laughs> oh my gosh. Speaking of edging, you guys, had do you, you want to know how Ella I find Ella? Had you I have. Been? No. What? I have. Do you want to know how? Yeah. You guys are going to fucking enjoy this so much. Okay. <laughs> I actually learned about it from watching um, Big Mouth on Netflix. The show Big Mouth? Oh, that cartoon yes. show. Yes, that is where I learned it from. What? No joke. No joke. That's that's like when they were talking about that, I got a kick out of it so hardcore today because I was like, oh my God, I fucking know what that is. That's and it's from a, I learned it from a fucking cartoon show from Netflix. Woo. I, I'm a grown ass woman, never heard of it before. I never heard of it. <laughs> you never. guys need to watch Big Mouth. You will learn so much about sex. Really? Clearly. So for those of you guys that didn't watch the episode, edging is when you're close to ejaculating for a man and then you stop. Allegedly, it helps with the fluid and the volume of your eggplant. And therefore, I think that was dumb as hell. I don't even think that's true. I think that was a damn lie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about like that part of it being true because like that obviously in big they, mouth it was it was that man had one of day vitamins vitamins behind him. Don't act like you didn't see the one of day vitamins behind him <laughs> when he was explaining that shit. Right, come on, <laughs> this ain't no sex class. <laughs> Allegedly, if you do this edging, you have better chances of becoming pregnant. Now, when they went to the cast, like me, everyone was silent because we're like, we're grown. We're, how do we not know about these things? But you guys, there was a ton, like I told you guys when I watched Love in Paradise that last season, there's a ton that I learned that I did not know. So <laughs> it's clear that I, there's a lot of learning I still have left to do. The only person that knew about edging, which I was not surprised by, and were you guys, was Andre. He knew exactly what edging was. No, I wasn't really surprised, honestly. Yeah, I wasn't surprised at all. So Bilal uh, says he's ready for a baby. Uh, Shada says she's now focusing on other things. I just think that you guys made us go through an entire season 
uh, baby, no baby, baby, no baby. And now all of a sudden you guys flip the script and he's ready and you're not. It irritated me. I literally said SMH. Like, why? Why did we go through a whole season of the bullshit? And now for you to flip it up. So what I don't want to see, you guys, is I don't want to see another season where now instead of Bilal saying no, Shida saying no because she's focusing on her career. I'm not, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm not going through another whole thousand episodes for you all to be talking about baby or no baby. Have a baby or don't have a baby. I don't want to hear any more about it. It seemed like that's their storyline. I ain't going to lie to you. Yeah. So... <clears throat> Shida says she wants children, but not right now, which I thought was hypocritical because she mm -hmm. literally gave him a nine month like contract. Yeah, and an ultimatum, Ella. Yeah. She says she, if they don't have a baby in nine months, she's going to leave him. Mm -hmm. Again, don't insult our intelligence and don't waste our time. So then um, she says her biggest concern is that he doesn't allow them to make decisions together as a couple. She doesn't know anything about her, about his finances. Y'all dragged me last week, but I'm standing firm on this. Gio said something different. You guys inboxed me to death last week, but I'm saying if I'm married, which I'm not right now, and Y'all told me that you're married for 20 years, 10 years, five years, and you guys are professionals. I don't give a shit. What I'm saying is this. In my future marriage, what I'm not about to do is I'm not about to know how much my partner makes, what's in his bank accounts, and what we have together. I, I don't give a rat's ass what y'all do. Y'all say you guys have separate bank accounts and you always all contribute to the household and you don't know what's in there and you don't care. I care. But I would say this. Can I say something, Linda, please? Go please. ahead, Gio, because you're the one that started this nonsense that these oh. fools came for me last week because no, you no, said it was your, money, your money as long as you're providing for your family no, it no. doesn't matter. I'm going to agree with this, though. I'm going to agree with one thing and that's, that was something that was new that was brought up tonight was this. I need to know how much my partner makes at his job or on a regular day basis. Like what's your end? Like what is, what do you make per hour? There's nothing wrong with that, but as far so, as you know, explain to me what the difference account, is, knowing what your partner makes versus knowing what's in their bank account. Because that's because if I met you after, like after I didn't establish what I have, I want to keep that private. Cause I don't want you just to look to at me your for my money. Spouse? Yeah, that but yeah, but to your spouse. Do, I'm not honestly, talking about yeah. dating. I'm not talking about leading up to a relationship. You're already married to this woman. My so spouse, she... yeah. I'm, I'm going to do that because I'm like, whatever you want, I'm going to go get it. Don't worry about that. Uh, you might want to get that comment down there. I got it. But, uh, <laughs> whatever I make, yeah, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you right. I don't, but I'm going to wait until that. Like, when we get, like, say we're going to get a house or something big, then, yeah, I'll let you know what we got. You know, other than that, I don't feel like there's no need to just be like, let's just rush and let me tell you what I have in my bank account. Because you might look at me differently. You know, you might just want to be with me because I am established and I have made an earning for myself and I can take care of myself. So you feel entitled that, OK, you can take care of yourself or you can take care of me. That's not the way things should be looked at. You should look at me. Not based on what I have as, a, as an income, but it was I have as in a man within myself is the equity that I have within me. Like me as the man that's going out here making the money. You should love me for that. Not for 
what I have to bring to the table all the time. And that necessarily doesn't matter. It should be about the love, not basically on what's my bank. And account. I understand what you're saying, Q, but what I'm saying is The that love don't pay the bills, I understand. Nope, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that if you're at the point that you're married, you're not courting each other, you're not dating, that's not your boyfriend, that's your spouse. Your mm -hmm. spouse, in my opinion and in, in, in my hopes, is your spouse is your best friend. Your spouse is your ride or die. Your spouse is the person that you can be 100% yourself with and open and honest with. So for you to, to say, oh, you know, I want you to not uh, love me for my money and all that stuff, you should have thought of that before you got married, in my opinion. So you know that you married that person for love, period. And everything moving forward, in my opinion, and how I would want my marriage to be, is that we're building together. What's mine is yours, what's yours is mine, and what's ours is ours. What I have, whether I have $5 or $5 million in my account, know that because I trust you to the point that I know that you love me for me and I know that we're building for our future, which is yeah. what I said. You guys, I don't have time for y'all to come for me this week because I got too much <laughs> going on. I said what I said. I stand by it. Y'all don't have to marry me. My partner, when I find him, will understand that I'm all about open and honesty and tra and transparency. Ella, you want to add Linda? Yeah, I do. I definitely want to add. So, and Linda, I do. I see where you're what you're saying, Gio. I do understand like. Um, that that mindset but I, I have to agree with Linda on this like when you're married like you when you've taken that step and you've exchanged rings and you've said the ceremony and you're married like legally spiritually whatever but when you're at that point like I do feel like you know you you need to be honest like you need to know what's going on and you should be able to be able to share that and not have judgment because like like she said like you're obviously together for like a reason. And I just think that it'll be better. The more honest a relationship is and the better you can communicate, the, the better uh, you'll have it succeeding. Yeah, I, I can agree with y'all. I could disagree to agree on some of the points that you're saying. Like I can agree totally about when you first meet somebody, you want to know what their honest living is. And not necessarily, I, I would honestly say that was in a bank. Now, if they tell you, I wouldn't say go look at that because, you know, that comes with a routing number and stuff like that. You People can see a routing. I'm kind of skeptical about being scammed. I've been scammed before. so I, I, And I have too. So, so I'm with you. Like, I understand what you're saying 100%. Scary, but it's just like if I text you that and show you that, what does your phone get hacked? And then, you know, we got to be real careful nowadays with sharing that type of information. But when, when I'm sitting down with my significant other, say we're making a move to an apartment or house. Of course, she's going to see that because we both had to have our bank accounts inside of that agreement to wherever we're going. So, yeah, I'm not going to hide it from her. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, she's going to see it then. But I'm also already, when we first meet, yeah, I'm going to tell her, hey, I make this much. I got this much saved up. And I'm going to let her know that I, now I can totally agree with y'all on that. Totally. But as far as just like, oh, let me show you my bank account. And, yeah, let me up top. Oh, yeah, no, no. You have to be able to trust no. what you're saying. But I think the problem with Bilal and Shida is that Bilal is just not talking. All he says is that it's like it's covered. And, like, I understand trusting to a certain degree. But, like, Linda said, you know, they're married now. She has kind of a right to know where they're standing. That's true. 
That's true, though. See, Cruz, thank you so much for the super sticker. Thank you, thank you for supporting the show. I appreciate you, girl. Listen, listen, you guys, I'm going to play this video. I played it on my Patreon. I think it's really important. Get those likes in. There's a difference between dating and being married. And Gio, marriage is very difficult. Not going to lie. This is dating. So, the title says, Dear Future Spouses, Questions to Ask Before You get Decide to Get Married, which you guys, you know, I tell you there's four things that you have to talk about. You have to talk about religion, you have to talk about sex, you have to talk about money, and you have to talk about children. Yep. This pastor goes well beyond, and I love it. So we're going to watch this because we're talking about relationships, we're talking about marriage, we're talking about monies and all of the things. I want you all to listen to this. Your name, is that your real name? Do you have your daddy's name? When can I meet your daddy? Is your dad and mama together? How do you act when you get mad? Do you throw things? Do you cuss around? Do you beat up on people? I need to know, do you have a job? Where do you work at? How much money do you make? How long you been working there? Do you have a bank account? How is your credit? Can I see your credit score? Do you have a house? Are you living in an apartment? Do you pay for your gas in your car? Do you live with your mom and them? I need to understand what you know, what you like to eat. Do you plan on being fine like that all your life? Or you plan on getting big? How many children do you want to have? Will you get upset if we don't have no kids? You plan on having an inheritance? Do you have insurance? Can you pay for your funeral if you were to die today? Okay. You need to know who you marry. And don't you dare get married to somebody talking about, I've never seen him angry since I met him. It is not time to marry that person. You need to see how he, <laughs> how he looks. And you need to ask that woman, how you look without your makeup? Don't put none on tomorrow. I need to see. <laughs> the hat you got on your head, is that yours or did you purchase it? And if you purchase it, is it paid for or are you in debt? I need to know. When you blink your eyes, are those your eyelashes or, or did you buy those from somewhere? I need to know. <laughs> Why he go in like that? <laughs> I like that though. That was good. I like, I, I'm kind of like him though. I'm kind of like, I have a lot of questions and I need answers before I even make a decision. But the analogy Same. of him breaking it down about the hair. Did you pay for your hair or are you in debt? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> He gonna be a memo twenty twenty three. Oh yeah. All right, so you guys, we have so much. I get distracted. Y'all know I get distracted. My bad. Oh, that was hilarious. I know. Real talk. I know. Facts. Okay, so we have a we have a little bit more to get through. So you guys, bear with us. I know we're hitting the two hour mark, but we have special guest Ella and Geo. So you know they're talkers too. Yeah, yeah I apologize. We're probably a little too much of a talker. We're both. Listen, <laughs> never apologize for being able to communicate, Ella. It is a skill that not everyone has. So uh, we were talking about Bilal. Bilal's ready for a baby. Shy does not. Blah blah blah. And I told you guys, like, I'm not trying to have a whole other season with them flipping the script. I'm not interested in it. Um, 
we move on to that movie situation and we already talked about it so we're not going to really get in depth with it but i just think it's like super cheap that unless you've talked about it unless you've said hey we're saving for x amount we're saving for a home we're saving for a trip or whatever but use your words and communicate instead of just saying no you can't buy this and no you can have you can't have popcorn at the movies then we meet chris <sighs> christopher chris is bilal's friend who's known him for over 20 years and chris says that bilal has a great sense of humor if you're paying attention and I paid attention his last season, 90 Day Fiance, before we watched Happily Ever After. And I just didn't think he was funny. I think the stupid jokes that he was saying on his show were stupid. I never laughed, not once. I didn't think it's funny that he took Shida to his childhood home, picked her up in the van. All Like, I just didn't think it was funny. Do you guys think he's funny? I I didn't I personally didn't like the thing. I can see why he would have done that and I can see what he was thinking. So like I I see the positive perspective of what he was going for, but if it were me in that situation, I would have been just as upset as Shida. Yeah. Yeah. I can honestly agree with that too, Ellen. I just think that um he went by doing it the wrong way and he could have kept it at least like if he was going to it was like a prank gone wrong. You kind of get what I'm saying. Or a prank gone too far. Or a prank gone too far. You know, if you're going to do that, at least give it some time. Don't try to switch it up within a course of two, three days. Sit there, you know, and see how that person really reacts to that. Like, get to know this person vulnerably, like, like the emotional side of that person. Like, okay, can you be able to handle this if this ever occurred and we had to live in this type of situation? Yeah. Eat from this. I would see, but the shy to seem like she went trying to go for that. Cause she was like, look, I came from Trinidad and I was living like that most likely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I didn't none of that. She said the ceiling is falling off. Now I can understand that. I'm not finna live somewhere with a ceiling falling off. We got rats, roaches, and everything coming through here. We need to fix that immediately. You know, and uh we could make things work. And the stove ain't working. You know, it was yeah, and I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, I have mixed feelings about Shida's response to it all, but I'm just saying, like, I don't think Bilal is funny. Like, that's not the yeah. first quality I would give him, right? So, anyways, we ha- have this weird battle between Chris, who is um Bilal's Bilal friend, friend, and Utris, which is Shida's friend. And Utrecht thinks that Bilal micromanages, is non-transparent, is non-communicative, doesn't like the fact that there's no joint bank accounts and all of that. So then Chris and Utrecht have this weird fight, right? And I get that they're both defending their friends. But in my opinion, Gio, Chris went off on a friggin' tangent talking about women in general. Right. Yeah, How, yeah right? I, I, I agree with you. I think he was going on there for a little bit of an agenda because even when like uh you they were trying to talk specifically about certain questions, he kind of would just bring it all back to like and, and generalize it instead of like approaching what the actual question was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he is talking about how women should not be tricking their husbands into having children, and then says you want Shida to be single like you, so the mm. low blow. Then he says um, that women 
always want to know how much men make. And I was like, are you, so it's clear to me that you're having some personal, this is dredging up some personal history for you because are we talking about Shida and Bilal? Are we talking about women in general? Because what we didn't do is bring you on as a relationship expert because clearly you're not. So you should not be the first person that's talking about women in general. You came on as Bilal's friend of 20 years. You're an expert in that. Speak on your friendship. What you're not about to do is speak about women, plural, and in general, about what we do. So women all of a sudden are trapping their men to have babies. Women are trapping their men for money. Like, you know what, Chris? Chris. Well, can, I, can, can I just say, like, I mean, you know, in actuality, stuff like that probably does happen because there's scumbags all over the world. Like, I'm sure these things do are happening to people. But again, it's not a generalization that puts us all in that same category. It happens. But again, Ella, my opinion, Chris is not a certified expert. They didn't bring him on as an expert to talk about women. So I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear his opinion on women in general. I just want to hear his opinion about this. That's it. Totally agree. Totally agree. That's it. And so you going off on uterus, you going off on women in general. I don't know, Bilal, uh, excuse me, Gio. It just made Bilal look bad. It made yeah. it because Bilal kind of did. It did. Yeah. It's like, this is the type of friend you have. Like, no wonder your woman doesn't like get along with you right now. And like, you guys can't figure out if you're having a kid or not. Like, because this is your friend. That's it. Like, Sly Cat says, I can see why Bilal and Christopher are friends. I can see cool. it too. Y'all are mansplaining to the nth degree, and it's not a cute look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. I just say this though, like the woman bashing was not cool. I can see some parts of this of uh, what he was trying to say and get out, but I think he came across way too aggressive at women in general. He generalized a whole entire gender of just woman. Don't generalize woman. You need to generalize certain people. A man can do the same exact thing. Like they can go out here and just be acting like they want to be get this woman pregnant. Take advantage of her is is it's it's not a gender. Yeah, I mean it goes both ways. It goes both ways. Like if yeah. you're gonna talk about it, let's talk about it real and be like everybody does it because exactly. there's everybody has agendas and et cetera. And bad people tend to be bad people and good people tend to be good people. I mean, it's exactly. just the way that it is. Because he there, then a point when he said you're gonna be single, some some I was like, yo, hold up. Now you're tripping. <laughs> because aren't you single too? Is he married or single? Because I hope if he married talking like that, I wonder how his dynamic in his house. We don't even know that. That's why I'm saying don't come on as a relationship expert when you came on as a Bilal expert. That's all I'm saying. I don't need to know about your history. (laughs) I don't know anything about your person. We don't need to know about your traumas. We don't need your traumas. We got our own traumas to deal with. That's it. That's it. Like we already have spent years, some of us watching this show, dealing with all of these trauma bonds. What I'm not about to do is meet a new person for the first time. Chris, the friend Chris, you know how Drake says no new friends? I say that on the show all the time. What you're not about to do, don't invest me in the new friend that you're never going to bring back. I'm not interested. We never met Chris this whole season. All of a sudden, Chris has something to say about women in general. Stop it. Just stop it. Yeah. Stop it. All right. We're moving on. 
Bilal has a big gesture. And I personally thought it was corny as fuck. Sorry. But actually, I'm not sorry about it. I don't know anyone that talks like this. So maybe it's just me and you guys can preach on it. But he came out. He came out. That's funny. He 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 took Shida's hand, brought her to the center of the stage, and got down on one knee and said, will you go half on a baby with me? Had this onesie that said, if you think I'm cute, you should see my mommy. Shida starts crying, and now their timeline has changed because now they're, they're both on board of having a baby. What did you guys think of that moment? You'll hate it. Ladies first. Well, I mean, Bilal definitely kind of owed Shida something a little bit because he was kind of ridiculous with the baby stuff the whole time, in my opinion. Um, just because, you know, clearly she, she had made her wants very clear in the beginning. And if he really was not that comfortable with it, he shouldn't have pursued the relationship anyways. You know what I mean? So that's like my opinion on that. But I did think it was sweet. Yes, it was corny as hell. Like, yes, all of it, all of it. Gio? I'm going to say this. I think that was the most dumbest shit you can do on national TV. Don't tell me you want to go half on the baby. Daddy. Go sit in the bedroom and say that shit in private and we're going to make this baby. T- t- whisper that in her ear. You know what I'm saying? Like, you about to have my belt for the key this baby. You hear me? Like, don't get on TV and showboat this shit. Because it's like this. She's already saying she don't want to have no kids. Now, y'all we're wobbing and confusing the shit out of me. I don't do that. Because now I'm just gonna talk about both of them. Stop it. Y'all gonna yeah. have a baby, damn it. Get off of the get go off the tell all, go to a back room, find them a bedroom or something in the back and let them go hump for 18 hours. I don't care. 18 hours. Did I you don't say care. hump? I do hump, have sex. How have, old are uh, you? I, look, pull out dangling, do what you do, but <laughs> at the end of the day, don't you get on there until you come out. Let's go half on the baby. Like, I'm with oh, the Gio. Kelly. That R. I Kelly enjoy song you so much. In my head. We can't go half. I said, this boy trying to pull R. Kelly songs out on the low. Yeah, no, nah, I'm not with it. I'm not with it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. Not ever going to be with that one. They could easily go have sex somewhere in the car or something. Make a baby in a car in New York. It seems everywhere. Outside, everywhere. I just, I just gotta say, bro, this has been fantastic. I'm so glad I got to meet you. <laughs> I'm just being real. I'm being <laughs> real, Elliot. <laughs> I'm being real. He didn't have to get on one knee with the baby. Oh, he had the whole baby onesie in his hand. I said, this man here tripping. I said that he ain't even getting no diapers in there. Boy, I would have had diapers prepared and all. You hear me? I would have had the rose petals and everything up in the room for her ass. You hear me? Yeah, you know, I would take it to a nice hotel with a nice bed, boy. You can throw half a baby there. I'm talking about a nice one of them Hamptons, you know. With the, with I think the, you're uh, going to kill Linda if you keep talking. Yeah, <laughs> she looks like she's dying. But you know what I mean, though, Ellie and Linda? Yeah, no, no, no I agree with you 100%. Like, you, you don't, don't put that shit public, you know? Yeah. It, you know, like, I don't know. It's kind of like the uh, the uh, filming of the engagement stuff these days. Like, I, 
I, I do I do have to say um those precious moments are always just better spent like in yeah. the moment. Like go to a nice ass hotel, that big ass, you gotta you got one of them hot tub bed, you know, it's the tub is in the same room as the bed and ow, the bed. Ow. Yeah, that's gonna you gonna she for sure gonna get pregnant. Just don't pull out. Don't pull, don't be scared. That's it. <laughs> it's gonna work, it works. Promise you, it's gonna work. I need, a full, I need a full time out. You gotta have that baby like you mean it, damn it. I promise you, she's gonna get pregnant. Promise you that. So I got some kids now. They can, ooh, we. Yeah. You guys, you know when I've lost control? Like, there have been shows where I'm just like, I've lost control. I've lost control of the show. Like, I can't even. Gio has said so much. I'm going to have to actually rewatch my own show. Because I think, yeah, you're going to have to edit some shit. I think he said something about being in a hotel with a hot tub and a bed in the same room. Yep. Yeah. That is yeah. the guarantee of how you get pregnant. Yep. Yeah, that's what he said. Because it sets the mood. You got to mean it. You can't pull out. Remember, he said you can't pull out. You got to be serious about it. Yep. Come on now. Get your game on. Yep. It worked. that much. Make her body be rising. Her temperatures be everywhere in that room. <laughs> yep. It's going to work. Oh, my God. You, Gia, stop talking for five seconds so I can pull <laughs> myself together. Okay, so. Still can't do it. <laughs> we have one last couple to get through. Come on, we got to get to Jenny and Schmidt. I've been waiting all night for this. Jenny Lord. and Schmidt. So, Sean, which, you know, I haven't talked about her this whole show. And I'm not going to, but y'all know Sean, the host. Sean talks about Jenny and Summit. Uh, their issues are him going back to work, uh, Jenny wanting to move to the U.S., and Summit all of a sudden saying that he's starting a family, which, you know, came out of nowhere. And um, then Jenny starts crying, and everyone's looking at her like, what's your issue? And it's the first time that they've been away from each other in three years. And Sean thinks it's super weird. I think it's weird too, because you know, you're from America. So like, calm down. <laughs> and so she asked them, do you think that you two are codependent on each other? And they both admit that they are, which you guys is not healthy. Mm. Correct. Correct. No, you have to be able like you, you cannot be, in a successful relationship, if you cannot take care and be alone yourself, that is my opinion. That is what I have learned, and that is that is what I know. Again, I'm bad with sayings, but I remember reading something that in a relationship, just like a house, there are two in the front. There are two pillars. The two pillars are separate, but they hold the house up together. It's the same thing. Like you got to come in and be able to hold your own shit together. Yeah, so that you and can build something work. together and yeah. build, keep building up. You can't be the weak one because then the house is going right. to fall. That's it. If there's only one pillar and then another like uh, four by four, that's not going to work, right? Like you both have to no. be, you have to both equal. equal, equally yoked, they say in church. So 
we find out that uh, Smith is a bit of a liar himself, but we've known that about him because don't forget they met by him catfishing Jenny catfishing her. 10 years yep. ago, right? So he yeah. tells his family that he's either going to adopt or do surrogacy, but he will have children in the future. Jenny says that she never knew anything about this. She's talked to him back in 2011 that she's not interested in having any more children. And so she doesn't know what he's talking about and says that he tells his family whatever he thinks that they want to hear. Um, and then what I thought was interesting and what I thought was the best and only question out of all the tellers that Sean has done, because I just don't think that she, she asked the right questions, but this was a great question. When she said, well, <clears throat> Samit just tells his family what he they want to hear. And then Sean said, but how are you sure he's not doing the same thing to you? Mm. Mm -hmm. it's big right because you think about their history and you think about the fact that they met of how they met yeah. yeah and then when and then when his uh, family came over and took him away because she didn't know that he was married and then that whole situation that she just found out you know like yeah i mean uh, and this this might sound harsh but i do feel like relationships that start out and stuff like that just they just don't last because there's relationships again, trust, communication. Like I just, I feel like I want to preach that so hardcore right now. Trust and communication is what makes relationships work. I mean, that part, I mean, again, with my, my sayings, but <clears throat> the saying is, you know, how you meet them is how it's going to end or how they will leave you, right? So they talk about that a lot with people who meet people while they're cheating. Well, if they cheat on you, they're going to cheat on the other person. They cheat on the other person, they're going to cheat on you. Same situation. If he's catfishing you and telling you what you want to hear, is he, you know what I mean? Like, And you've been spending, what, three years together now in India where it's like they've been together and he's continued to do the same thing, kind of tries to just talk to the family get them on board with enough by just saying whatever they want to hear. And then it blows up like 10 minutes later when Jenny is like, what the heck? Like we didn't discuss this. Like, this is not okay. Right. So Jenny, that, and that's exactly what happened. She said, we, this is not okay. I already told you back in 2011, I don't want kids. And all of a sudden, guess what? Submit with his family on the screen in front of them say, says he doesn't want to have kids. So do you want kids or do you not want kids? Are you a liar or are you a truth teller? Because this wishy-washy back and forth, I'm going to say whatever it is to please whomever I'm trying to please, sounds stupid. Yeah. So yeah. Now I have and I, hmm? Sorry, I just, the wishy-washy thing, that has always bothered me. With, and and it, it just always has. I, I, I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry, because why should you? Why should you put up with this, Lassie? So then Angela chimes in, which I think is interesting, you guys, because, again, I'm surprised by her behavior for part three because she was quite silent these whole, that whole two hours. Maybe she had a lot of Mary Jane, you know? She was, she was getting on with that Mary Jane train in, in New York. I don't know. <laughs> oh, listen, I was shocked. But she jumps in, and when she decides to open her mouth she says something that's so 
insulting in my opinion to Jenny that I didn't I was just like you know what you just need to just don't talk so Je- Angela jumps in and says Samit has plenty of time because when Jenny's dead and gone he can have kids that's what she tells Michael can you imagine saying that to someone oh don't worry about your husband yeah your husband wants kids don't worry when you're dead and gone because you're so much older than him he can go and have and have those kids. Yeah, that was that was that was a bro. <laughs> so then we have Emil, which is Samit's dad, Amit, his brother, and Sheree, uh, his sister-in-law. Which yeah, all of a sudden, you guys, she's become the family mouthpiece. First of all, we just met you a couple of seasons ago. You just joined the family, and all of a sudden, you're the one that has all the things to say. First of yeah, all, you're I'm, the one who speaks for the all, family. I'm impressed with you. Second of all, I haven't forgotten that you tried to fat shame Jenny in her own home. So you're not in my good books as it is, and now you're the mouthpiece for the family when you don't know shit? Okay. Mm. Look, neither here nor there. So um, they're there. The mom's not there because the mom's unwilling to join the tell-all because she still doesn't agree. After 10 friggin' years, she's still like, oh my God, I can't believe my son married this old lady. Like, it's been 10 years. It's been 10 years. Literally, it's been 10 years. When are you going to get over yourself? Like, you're mad right now after 10 years? That's crazy. And you guys, again, don't come for me. I, I understand the Indian culture, I understand the traditions, trust and believe. I'm from Canada, I'm from Vancouver, look that shit up. I grew up with all of them, I understand it, so don't come for me. I'm just saying it's been 10 years, she needs to get over herself. I don't give a fuck where she is. Yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> we find out that the relationship between Emil and Mitt, Cherie, and Jenny and who am I forgetting? Samit is better, right? They Not have- between Jenny. Like, well, oh, sorry. Yeah, you're talking about the three that were there and Jenny. Yeah, they're all good, but mom's still not good. Yeah. But mom's yeah. still not good. Yep. But they're and- still not going to invite her to family things. Right, which we're, which we're going to get to. So Samit and his mom, remember the mom cut him off and said, you are done. Don't come to my funeral. I'm cutting you off from the family. Well, Samit <laughs> and his mom are now talking a little bit and bit by bit they're mending their relationship, uh, but she still doesn't accept Jenny. Um, and that's why she didn't want to come to the tell-all. And then they talked a little bit how they were disappointed and shocked that Jenny and Samit got married behind their backs, right? Because remember the last tell-all and were you at that tell-all, Ella? Oh, I, I wasn't at that tell-all. Okay. I, 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 I've just been to the be ne- uh, before the 90 days tell-all. So at that tell-all... I watched Samit, it, but I just wasn't there in person. Samit had the opportunity to tell his parents that he got married, and he was like, no, I have nothing to say, right? So yeah. the mom feels portrayed that Samit hid his marriage, and then Sean asks Emil, are you accepting of Jenny? Do you accept her into your family? And Emil says, yes. Mm -hmm. And says that he blesses their marriage. The mom still is a no. The mom doesn't bless it, but he blesses it. 
and he just is concerned about their happiness and he's like what else can i do i have to accept it i have to accept their happiness and i want to accept my son being happy oh but by the way jenny still can't come to family functions because the mom plans the function. Accept it. and yeah. i was like what kind of bullshit blessing is this what did you guys think I, I agree. I, I just feel like at this point, it's been 10 years. They're already married. I mean, you, you need to accept it. Like, I mean, or, or, you know, not talk to your son and your son is working so hard over here to make a relationship. I just, I am, I am sad that the parents will not give him enough respect to, you know, try to work this out, especially again, 10 years. I mean, come the fuck on. I'm sorry. No, exactly that part. It's been 10 years. Someone needs to get over themselves immediately, if not sooner. Gio? Yeah, I would say um, it's been too long. They've been together for too long. I can agree with both of y'all. At this point, I might not like Jenny and Submit's dynamic or the way they do things, but then again, they are human. They've been married for so damn long. They've been in a relationship for them 10, 12 years now. Married for four. So... They obviously whatever they're not, doing, they're doing something right because they're still together. But you know what? Again, I think the mom can't let go of the fact that Jenny did come inside of her home as a friend. You know, so that crushed the mom. Jenny needs to have a one-on-one, seriously one-on-one with Samit's mom. And I think that's the only way it's going to work. And she needs to rekindle that relationship with the mother again. Because it was like, the ma's looking at it like you used me for my son. Like that's you got to think about it. if if you had kids and y'all understand it, bro. Like I can see why the mom tripping a little bit. I can honestly see why she came into my house. You stayed with me for months in and months in, um, and and you hung out with me. You and I were friends. We're, we're not similar age. You're older, but we were you know in the same realm of age and then I find out that you're upstairs fucking my son yeah. well mom is not going to be mad at that Go and ahead, mama, that, and that's a son too that's a Go son ahead. And, and that's true and that's true but at the same point there has to be something to where the, like you, you have to get over it again because like not again like they're, they're, to, they're together Ella. though like Ella like listen to me she's not that's her son mothers with their sons uh, yeah, I mean, you I know it's a very you complicated a relationship. With a daughter. It's like when a man and the mother gives birth to a daughter, the man is the one is he's like vulnerable. He's like, shit, he's really emotional with his daughter. He don't want his daughter to cry for all nothing. But the boy, we a little bit rough around the edge with the mom is like, I have to protect my son. Yeah, yeah, I but mean, Gio, it's been 10 years. She does need to get over that shit. Yeah, she kind of does, the way but... she, And the way she can get over it is Jenny needs to have, and I agree with you on this point, a one-on-one with her. She needs to sit down and say, I apologize. How have I offended you, and how can I make it better? That's it. But That's you crying in your room and worried about what your neighbors are saying and the community is saying, like, I don't have any respect for that. If you're indeed upset with Jenny for what she did with you, be upset about that, but don't be upset about what everyone else is saying, because guess what? Life is too short. And so whatever your friggin' neighbor is saying, is your neighbor paying your bills? Are their neighbor paying your mortgage? Is your neighbor buying your gas? Is your neighbor buying your food? Oh no. Then I don't give a rat's ass what you think. 
because as long as I have a roof over my head, food in my belly, and a family that loves me, you can, and excuse my language, y'all, because I'm on one right now, you can all fuck off. That's mm-hmm. Agree 100%. 100%. That's it. Who cares? Everyone's going to have an opinion about you anyway, so take it or leave it. Uh, who cares? It's not affecting your day-to-day life. Now, uh, Usman. Usman <laughs> jumps in, right? Because Usman is the voice of reason. All the time. So reasonable. Oh, my God. So Usman says this, and I'm going to go ahead and put on my reporter voice. <clears throat> Usman says, and he's doing a public service announcement uh, to all the Americans. I want to say this to Americans. Sometimes you need to understand that it's different culture out of America. You know, question mark. In other places, we actually don't want to have problems with our parents. End quote. Now, I don't know what that had to do with Samit and Jenny, because yeah. listen, Samit and Jenny have had problems with his parents from jump. And the problem started with Samit being a liar. So another liar trying to give advice to another liar made no sense to me. You were trying to tell your own family about the old ass women that you continue to date, that you need the blessing, but then you want to school all Americans about how different cultures are different and that you don't want to have problems with your parents. Listen, let me tell you something, Isman. If you don't want to have, cover your, cover your ears, y'all. Clutch your pearls because I'm about to talk shit. But Isman, if you don't want to have problems with your parents, if you're so culturally and religiously respectful, number one, let's not forget you're a Muslim who had premarital sex with baby girl Lisa. Number two, okay. You went ahead and got divorced as a Muslim. Okay. Number three, you are a predator and you prey on old white women. Okay. Number like I can go on. So I'm like just saying so many. <laughs> all I'm saying is that if you don't want to have problems with your parents and your mom specifically, who is a traditional Muslim woman in Africa, maybe you should start following the same rules that you're dishing out. So I don't need, I'm not American. And so I'm not speaking for all Americans, but I am speaking on behalf of what I think is common sense. What you're not about to do is preach to all Americans as a hypocrite. That's correct. That's it. End scene. So... Sean asks, <laughs> Sean asks Jenny if she's filed for Summit's visa to come over to the U.S. And, you know, she hasn't because she's not going anywhere if Summit's not trying to go anywhere. We already know that. Jenny, do you guys remember how Jenny always, like, is like, okay, before they got married, okay, it's over. I'm going to go back to America. She's never leaving that pool. Not ever. Do you guys remember that? She, yep. was, she would yeah. constantly threaten that, but she wasn't trying to go anywhere. 
So Summit doesn't want to come to America. Bless you. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Summit doesn't want to come to America. He's like, I'll come, but I'm not coming permanently. If it's a visit, then then I'll come for a visit, but that's it. Which I do think is totally fair. I do feel that he should at least come over here one time. Yeah. True, because yeah. she's been over there for so long. Why not? I mean, he said yeah. it. He said he would love to come visit, but not living there. Now, I can understand totally. And, and I understand, I, you know, I, I get there. it too. So I, I don't think I, I want to leave the visit. States ever. So I, I get that. But yeah, like I totally want to visit, like where, where my, wherever my significant other is from. Like I would love to, like if he's from a different country, of course, I would yeah. love to go visit. But it's only fair that he does that at least once because at least once her family, like her family too, because she done met all damn near everybody in his family, even if they didn't like her. She did go and meet a lot of people in his family, and she been over there for how many years now? I don't even know. Like, like I know all of COVID. It's been like five years now. Yeah, she's been over there. So so yeah, no, I I feel that it's fair that he at least comes over one time. I think he would really enjoy it. I think I think it would be a nice um, just just for him to see something else. You know what I mean? Because I don't know how much they travel or if they travel outside of India very often. Um, but it would I think it would be really nice for him to come and see her her life and be her for her to be able to share her life with him. I think that that would help strengthen their relationship. So 100 percent he needs to come over here one time. Yeah, you guys are not wrong. Uh, Jovi is asked by Sean about Michael's Instagram and says that he did a deep dive into it. Angela thinks that the Instagram is fake, thinks it's an imposter. And of course, Michael agrees that it's an imposter, but Angela thinks that it's one of, uh, Michael's friends so that he can be connected to it. Cause you know, Angela with her conspiracy theories, Angela has a bunch of theories, but she never has the receipts, which drives me crazy. Uh, and then she finds out that Usman and Michael are in the same hotel and Angela doesn't want them to hang out. And she says to Usman, you know, you guys are not going to hang out. And, and Usman's like, well, you can't stop me. And she's like, well, I'm the one that's effing him and you're not. So I have the right to say what I want to say and tell him to do what I want him to do. And he is not a grown man. So I'm going to tell him like my child, you cannot go out and play. Control. Then Angela goes on to say that she doesn't trust anyone around Michael and Meaning, we know that she doesn't allow him to have friends. She doesn't allow him to go to work and have a job. She doesn't allow him to have social media. He can barely have a phone. He can only be on the phone for her to call him at all hours of the day. Like, I'm sorry, colonizer. You need to slow the fuck down. Like, all of this doesn't make sense. You are 100% a grown woman. He's 100% a grown man. And all the things that you're doing just shows me how insecure you are about yourself. I agree. I agree. And I and I do have to say, like, that is one thing that really bothers me about their relationship. Like, how how is that a relationship when you're with someone you can't even trust him to go make his own money or anything? Like, how is that? How is like I, I don't know. I I've never understood that part. Yeah. Angela then acts like she's the star and taught and you know, I don't know if any of you guys have been on um tv sets movie sets production sets 
But Angela is sitting and talking to production, and she's like, I need my phone. Not like, hey, so-and-so, hey, Betty, I was wondering if it would be okay since we're on break if I can grab my phone. I need my phone. Talking to whomever, screaming it out, because people who are shitty people, that's how you treat production. That's mm. how you treat PAs. You just shout out, and you've heard. You guys have heard enough stories about actual A-list celebrities who are bullshitters and talk down to people because they think they're so famous. That's Angela as a Z-lister talking crazy to production. I just sat there and I was like, "Oh, see, again, she's showing you guys who she is." That video that I showed you guys that leaked where she was on a flight and she started talking crazy to the flight attendant. And I showed you, she's not in character. That's just who she is. She's a shit person. She talks crazy and down to people. And you know the saying where if you're on a date and your date is wooing you and you go out to eat with them, how they treat the server is really how they are. That's Angela. So Angela screams that she needs her phone. Then she goes ahead and screams at Michael and tells Michael to cut his mic off. Do you know how to do it? Take it off because I'm calling you right now. Then says, calls him, FaceTimes him. She's mad that they're staying at the hotel, the same hotel. Bullshit, bullshit. You can't hang out with him. It's bullshit. I'm not a pre Angela, bitch, listen. Do you know how it works? These fools didn't call each other up and say, I'm staying at such and such hotel in Lagos, Nigeria. Production sets that up. You should know better. You've been on the show for a long time. You did not set up your own hotel. Production set that up. They set up your flights and they flee you out and you stay where the fuck they say you're going to stay. So if they have two people in Lagos, Nigeria, Guess what? Production, who's probably never been, because it's the PAs that do all that shit, who's probably never been to Lagos, is like, I'm going to find one hotel. I'm going to first find out if they have rooms. And I not only need rooms for them to stay in, I need rooms to block off where they can film. So stop fucking around with our intelligence, Angela. Stop acting like you are fucking Donald Trump, the leader of the nation, ex-leader of the nation, where you <laughs> tell people what they can and cannot do, where they can and cannot stay, because it makes no sense to me. It makes me feel like you are an idiot, and you've been on TV too long to be an idiot. That's true. That's, That's very good note. point. That's my note. F off, Angela. <laughs> good note. Good note. Good job. <laughs> oh, Lisa, Lisa said, Greetings all. Got here just in time to watch Linda get heated over Angela. <laughs> it's been spicy, let me tell you, Lisa. Oh, I do not like Angela. <laughs> I oh, thought man. I did like Angela I've been Linda. very clear about it. I give disclaimers every show. And I also feel like I back up my thoughts about her with common sense. Yeah. Now, speaking of that, I know, Ella, you went and did a tell-all in New York. And I promise everyone, and you guys, we have, we have I'm going to try to, like, 
keep it into the last 10 minutes because yeah, you've got, you got 10 wrong. minutes. <laughs> no. Ella, yes. tell us about your experience being on a tell-all and what that was like from beginning to end. Like, they well, I, I will say like, I, I, overall, I enjoyed it. I would really like an opportunity to have another one. I really would. I liked it. Um, mine was actually not that great of an experience um, just because like, my flight got there super late. Everybody got to have drinks and stuff like that without me. The only person that I got to meet the night that I arrived was Kelly. And that's because he went and met me and, and took me out for drinks because I didn't have anybody to hang out with. And I was like, hey, I know it's super late, but we you want to hang out? Like, I don't want to not give you the opportunity. Um, so I didn't really get to meet anybody until the first day. And then the first day, it went really well. Um, I mean... It was definitely intense. It's very intense being in the hot seat. I did not enjoy that. Um, and then I just, uh, it, it was it was interesting to see how I thought people would be after watching them on the season uh, that I watched beforehand and then meeting them in person and then watching their behavior and then watching the tell all come out and the little comments that people would say uh, behind the scenes of that. You know, that of course, I didn't know when I was there. So... Yeah, I I, uh, I I don't know. I love I liked my tele experience. I just don't think that I had as big of enough of one to really report on it. Like I wish I could go to a couple more so I had more information to share better what I thought of the tell all. Yeah, that's crazy. I'll say this: I appreciate you coming on the show. I think that uh, my followers and viewers are going to appreciate seeing this side of you. And I have only ever been honest and that's all I know to do. And sometimes I'm super direct and you guys call me out for it and that's fine. But I will say this. I think that after talking to you and, and hearing your point of view for the last, what, almost three hours, three hours, you're completely different than what I thought. And, I talked a lot of shit about you and Ella. I know that you know that because she came for me, y'all. She came for me in the DM. I did. Like, I did. I attacked her. I was like, what the fuck, bitch? Like, I thought we were cool. (laughs) (laughs) All of it. All of that is true. So what I'm saying is that I think, and I said this to you off camera, I feel like um, perhaps your edit was a little bit bad. And I also think that there are a lot of things that you and I, we should do a one-on-one interview because I still do have a lot of questions. But I would love to, love to. So you guys, we'll do that. We'll we'll set up because you know we've had. We just talked to Cassia the other day. We're going to be talking to. Um, actually, I'm not going to say we're talking to a few other cast members uh, this week. So, Ellen, I, you and I off off camera, we'll set something up, and you guys will get all the questions that we have, especially the questions that I have, because again. I'm the first to admit, and Gio, don't sit there quiet because Gio talked a lot of shit about you too. Because <gasps> of the edit. Gio. just kidding, it's fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I talk. I ain't gonna lie to you. Hey, I'll be on everybody's ass on this YouTube. <laughs> hey, don't take none. Don't take none. Uh, what I say 
I'm just giving my opinions on things. That's it. We were giving our opinions we all from do what it. we saw. Oh, no. Like I said, I, I definitely, when I got into the situation, I thought I was prepared for it. I clearly was not. I am much more prepared now. So, and yes. like I said, a lot of things that people would send me in the arguments I got into, like, you know, like you and I, Linda, we actually ended up coming to like good terms and stuff. So yeah. I am very open to receiving whatever and we will discuss it. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, I, did I have I, a little bit of an attitude when I reached out to you? Probably. But Kelly was our mediator. Kelly's like, no, she's good people. Like, Linda, really, like, give her a chance. I was like, okay. But you know, the last time we talked, and he's like, no, just give her a chance. You know, it's crazy that y'all talking about this right now. It's it's crazy because I met somebody from Love at the Locker. I'll just say his name right now, Chance. He went in my comments and went on this crazy rant. And I was like, I don't know who what you're coming at me for because I'm not the one to be playing with. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I had wrote him. He said, hit me up in my inbox. Also, I said, is that an invite? Like, okay. I wrote him in the inbox and and we yeah, I actually talked to him. And I was like, he was like, man, you seem cooler than what I what I make you. I, I said, bro, whatever I say on here, don't take it to heart. That's you know what it. I'm saying? Like, that, I said, and- but other than that, if you get mad about what I say, don't try to come for me like that because it could have went left. Totally left, like that part. But and that part, I said that to Alex. Listen, cool. I am like, going yeah, off cool. of what I see on TV. I don't know you personally, but what I'm seeing on TV, you seem crazy, and some of the things that you've been saying and doing sound crazy. So yeah, I'm gonna talk shit about it. But yeah. we made up. She's cool. Like Sly Cat said, Ella. Yes, thanks, Sly Cat. Appreciate that you're yeah. more down to earth and more mature than what I saw on TV. That part. So you guys, I do. I you think know. TV be giving bad editing. I'm not gonna lie to you, but shit, I'm still gonna talk shit about that bad editing. <laughs> <laughs> I know I looked crazy when I cried, huh? It was so bad. I was like, oh my god, I look fucking horrible. What the fuck? Every scene of this. I know. And I'm like, I don't actually cry that much. I swear to God. Your crying scene, were you sitting on like a. a I was sitting on a stump. I, yeah. That's what I remember. Yeah, in front of my tractor. In front of our tractor. That's like Angela. Every episode. Every no, episode. Do you remember when I was talking yeah. shit about Angela? She's like crying in the middle of a field, sitting on a, on a, on a random chair. That's yeah. what it reminded me. I was like, Ella was like crying. Where's the stump? Like, what? What? Can't she be crying in her room in her house? Like, what? Why are we outside in this random area? Anyhow, you get me started. You guys, it's been three hours. Thank you guys so much for being here, Ella. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, I really cool, think yeah. that you have shown everyone who you really are. Yeah. Um, Susie says you're a sweet Southern flower. Oh, thank you. Um, so I think that this is great just to dispel some of the rumors. Um, you guys don't and I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much. Oh Linda's the best interviewer, and Ella, I'm glad we got to know more about you. Aw. Thank so, you. I do think we dispelled some myths. Uh Gio, thank you so much. As per usual, you brought the drama, you brought the game, and you brought the last. And I always appreciate you that for that. Uh you guys Thanks, don't forget Gio. to like don't forget to like and subscribe tomorrow we are covering what the hell tomorrow's monday we're covering after the 90 days as well as the new show milk manor i'm so excited about it uh we will talk with ella and we'll get something scheduled i normally do my interviews for patreon only but i know you 
so many of you guys have questions that I will open it up to you all uh, and make it alive so that you can ask whatever questions and we'll put her on the hot seat. All right, you guys have a great good night and uh, thank you for being here. Great show, you guys, from when I was able to join the live. Well, thank you, Sly Cat. Amazing panel. Thank you, everyone. You guys, thank you guys so much. Uh, if you're watching the replay again, put your comments in, and I will definitely try to uh, go ahead and respond to them. Geo, you're hilarious as always, as per usual. Um, <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's all. Thank you, guys. Bye for now. Have a sweet night. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. And...